It's a new year, ladies and gents. It's a new year. I'm with my guy, my day one, Mr. Brooklyn. We are in the building. I'm setting a vibe B this year. Just rock with me. I got a bunch of new songs. This is how we starting it off today, man. The best motherfucking podcast on the planet, you did. Who you know drop bombs like this? Our pleasure to welcome you know back to Georgia. Bars like this. I didn't know what to say. I can tell. Shawty on these road with scammers. She got these hell with no man. She's in emotional cancer. Shawty put the syrup in the fan. She gon' fuck it slow for the camera. All the angles got ass looking fatter. Keep it rolling, we got unlimited data. She's a city girl, won't leave home. She would rather ride with me than be alone. Catching out on everything that you want. Is it Fendi? Is it Fenty? Is it Balenciaga? You want? Don't tempt me, I have you mixed in So you dizzy Until you dizzy Dizzy, you got me 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 I fucked a couple niggas I know But I fucked a couple bitches she chills with And I might spill it all when I'm tipsy No, but I gotta plead the fifth When I'm off the fifth Fuck that boy, though Shawty got a flight out to Texas Straight from the 416 Tryna cash out, running on the We running it, I got a vibe, man I'm ready for the weekend album We gon' talk about it I wish we could talk about it this week This is just setting me up for next Cause that snippet we can play this nuts, but shout out to realist, Kayla's getting Baby, this podcast. Baby, tryna look me in my eyes, tell me everything that I said twice. Baby, tell me why are you lying? Everything you said, I why are you crying? Baby, move slower. I've been fucking on your shit yeah, since October. Don't tryna go and ask me if I know her, cause I don't care yeah, and I don't. They crying, baby. I don't know why they silent. Your love is toxic. Your love is toxic. Your love is toxic. Your love is. Your love is. Your love is toxic. And you know everything that I don't wanna know. I've been tryna call up on your phone. That shit always beeps you to the tone Maybe take my hand Maybe trust me again I'm sorry that I can't trust any and one of your friends And your friends wanna be my friends And baby, why don't you understand That I ain't watching what your friends do Cause none of your friends are just like you Tell them, Curse. Best podcast on the motherfucking planet. Well, you know you get Jock Boy, Realist, and Curse. 
Yes, yes. Oh, stop, stop, stop. What what the fuck? No YouTube this week, man. What the fuck is iTunes doing, my nigga? Let me let me just turn this shit off, nigga. Let me just turn all this sound. No more sound, nigga. Welcome <laughs> into the Bros Who Think podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, your host, aka Young Boy D Wits, aka the People's Champ, aka Beard Gang is in the mother fucking building. I'm at them sound effects in in the post, bitch. So <laughs> I got you. Also joining me is my good friend, my bro, my brother, Mr. Brooklyn. How you doing, boy? Doing good, bro. Can't complain. Can't complain. Blessings in the new year, man. Yeah, good, man. man. 2022 is another year, another mission, another grind. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you how I'm feeling, being, and you can tell me how you feel about this year. Last year, I think, was a lot, and I think this was for the everybody in the network. It was a lot of personal building last year. Like, I think with Schubert getting his new job, Ian getting his new job, you getting your new job, you getting settling back in Monroe, like, for real, for real, Schubert getting settling in Alabama, me with my new job working at the radio station. I think it was a lot of us working on our personal selves. You see, for this year... Everybody getting fucking max contracts. I'm feeling it, nigga. We starting off the year right. I'm unloading the clips on nigga week after week. We unloading clips on you niggas. And then I'm going to just Jordan shrug on you niggas. Like, I mean, hey, what you want me to what you want me to say? Because like, nah, 2022 is about the network's growth. It's, a, it's about making this bitch the best it can be. And trust me when I tell you. I got a lot planned from anime talking bros who binge doing conventions and live shows to the new shows we got coming to the network. Yes, I had a meeting today. We got new shows coming to the network is great from getting run it back its own podcast feed because y'all been asking for the audio for run it back. 
We, we got some things building up the anime division. We got some things. Pitch it coming back for a new season. A new champion's about to be crowned. We got some things. And then don't worry. We got a movie coming. Yes, nigga. Yes, we've been talking about it for so long. But we got the director. We got the lead. We about to start casting. Be ready. Movie. Pro- I'm, I'm going to say this. Worst case scenario at the start of 2023. I'm not going to lie say, to y'all. You got to stop promising these people this nah, movie. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, but you but you know it's coming though. Like it's real. It's here. We it got like, it. Lynn crying movie. <laughs> <laughs> but look, 2023, that's when y'all can expect at the start of it because we got to film it. We trying to shoot for film. I'm going to be transparent. We trying to shoot during the summer. It's not a long movie. About an hour max. Our first movie going to be a short film. But it's going to be something for the people. An uh, hour. That's not a short film. Like That's 30. It's 30 minutes. Film. It's 30 minutes to an hour. Me and Reg trying to see how much we got to cut. Shout out to our director. Shout out to young Reg. Little Reg out there. B, what's up with you for 2022, man? What you, what you looking for? Because also, I'm trying to help make my all my relationships more healthy. I'm trying to tell everybody I love, I love them. That's gay. Um, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I uh, I actually just had a conversation with a friend because um in this summer probably the, at the end of the summer I'm gonna be moving to Dallas. Real. Um, the I got a you job. You excited offer for that? Hell yeah! The job offer is literally twice as much as I make oh. right now. Like, take the check and double the bitch. Hell yes. Yeah. So um I'm excited. Same for work. Sure. Same work. Oh, Same fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Same work. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a dub. Right. So I already got that in the works. I got a friend who just started working there. So I'm gonna have like he 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 gonna text me like all the ins and outs. He just Fire. started like last week though. So he's gonna okay. like, you know, I, told him, I said, don't rush it, bro. I said, whatever you learned that first week, I know how places are. Mm-hmm. That's not the real. They butter you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You walk in, they butter you up. I said, you gotta wait till we got a, time. A month. We, ain't got, we ain't gotta worry. We got time, bro. But I'm excited for that. So, um, yeah, you know, just stacking my paper up, yeah, moving to a, a bigger city again. I never wanted to go back to New York in the first place, but I think I've realized that I need more of a bustle than mm-hmm. where I'm at right now. Because I was like, wow, this, this, this basically country living. You, you want to be in the South, but you need like a city in the South. Right. Exactly. I feel that. And hey, that's why you're going to Dallas because shit, nigga, that's close. That's uh, that huh, when we do the bros who binge at anime talk convention, a right, live show in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Huh, then they gonna finally get the bros who think pod live. Yo, that'll be fucking nuts. Like that'll be fucking fun, that, bro. Yo, real shit. We got shit working, but I'm glad to hear that. More blessings to everybody. More blessings to everybody out there. I hope y'all are having a good new year. I hope y'all stay true on your plans. I'm starting to work out. Got to. Got to. Got to get the body healthy. That's another thing I'm trying to do in this new year. Get the body healthy. Because if I'm going to be on screen, because like, like, like I said, with this movie, if I'm going to be on screen, I can't be looking fat. <laughs> I can't fucking stand you. <laughs> Even though my role is like super small, I can't be looking fat, my nigga. <laughs> now we need to give you a bigger role then. No, no, I don't want no, 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 no. You, you trying to be no, we not, you know how we coming. But look, let's get into it. We got a lot to discuss. We have a guest this week coming on the show this week. We starting the year off right. I told y'all I'm unloading the clip producer and uh, social media manager 
of Speak for Yourself for FS1, host of the Porch Podcast, co-host and producer of the, hold on, I, I got to figure out the name of the podcast with TJ Hushmanzada and uh, Orlando Skandrick. My man got multiple roles, got multiple, multiple plans, multiple roles. Uh, producer and co-host of the About the Game podcast, uh, interview Lil Wayne and Darren Waller. We got Darnell Smith coming on to the show. I'm super, super excited for this. Br- young brother, I age, grinding, hustling. I always love connecting with people young in the industry and made, made, made an acquaintance, made a new, new ally, made a new, made a, made a new friend in, in this, in this, in this industry. So I'm super excited for y'all to hear that conversation. Really good dude. That'll be coming up after this, but Oh, B, we got a lot to discuss. You would think niggas wouldn't be clowning in 2022. Nah, they coming in on the same goofy shit. Started off hot. Oh, wait, and I told you we didn't have a death to talk about, but I lied. I didn't realize. We got to start the show off. Rest in peace to Betty White. Oh, I wanted her to make it to the 17th. She'd have turned 100. But but I guess she was like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm out. Maybe she was like, you know what? I I ain't feeling 20. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of scares me a little bit. I'm like, wait, why you ain't want to come? Why you ain't want to come in the I ain't, I ain't trying to make it. And shout out to the golden girl. Shout out to the, the legend, the icon, Miss Betty White. Let's take a moment of silence for her and her family. Prayers and condolences to Miss Betty White. Look, I, I wasn't the biggest uh, Golden Girls fan, but I know my grandma was. I know a lot of people out there are. This is a big loss. Do you know anything else Betty White was I, in? Because I do not. I was a super. Oh, you was a stand. I Ooh. used to love that fucking show, bro. Mm. I remember my sisters. But I remember my sisters at first. She'd be like, "Look at him. He a kiss ass. He in there watching Golden Girls with mommy." And I'm like, "Have y'all ever watched this shit? This shit is fucking <laughs> hilarious, bro." Then one day I came home from school and everybody was watching that shit. I said, "Hold on, hold on." I, I thought it was yes. Ass. What's that with it? But yeah, no, that shit was funny as hell. I, I, I've never seen her in anything before that, but. Obviously, That's what I'm trying to see. That she was, I mean, when she was acting, I wasn't even a thought. So I yeah, mean, like, a lot I, of it. I hadn't seen it. A lot of her career is like in the 50s, the 70s, right. the 60s. Like the stuff we would know would be like small roles on like that 70s show. Right, she was, exactly. She was in Hercules as a voice. I don't know who she voiced though in Hercules. Let me see. That this is interesting. In the Hercules movie, who did in she the, voice? In the Disney joint? Yeah. Wow, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, well, it's I mean, not it's te- been a minute since I watched it, though. It's not telling me right now. I'm gonna find it. But e- anyway, again, rest in peace to the legend. Uh, but she lived a good life, a long life. Ninety nine. Can't beat Facts. that with a stick. I definitely want to go out at a hundred. Like I'm gonna keep it real. Like once I get to a hundred, you can take me out. Take me out the game. I don't think I want to live that long. You, you, what you, what, are you want to body start breaking down? I'm be looking at my grandkids <laughs> like, take me out. <laughs> are you one of them people that's like 70, 80? You trying to get out of here? Like, because to me. Like, Take me out. <laughs> so what would you say? A 70 or 80? Like, I feel like that's young. I think 75 is good enough. Oh, my gosh. Now, we got to keep you to 85. At least 85. <laughs> I'm, I'm protective. I, th- I, think, I think 75 is good. I like that. I think that's But 75 people, like, I think Coach K is 75, nigga. <laughs> like, he might be. Niggas is spry. They, they do be spry. I don't know if, I mean... I say that technology is different. My uh, my grandmother just turned ninety last month. Exactly. My mom just turned sixty. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Like, and by then you might be able to get metal legs. 
I don't want all that. I don't what want all that. What you mean? I ain't trying to extend hey, my life. Look, I you want to live look. like an old bag with, with new parts and shit? Be look. my guest. Hey, my nigga. <laughs> the moment they let me augment my body with like robot shit, and if we could put my conscience in a new body, I'm ready, nigga. Let's let's take this move, this to the next one. Keep this party going, nigga. Hey, new vibes, my boy. I could destroy this bitch, get a metal one, nigga. I'm fucking bitches with metal dick. <laughs> well, nah, I wouldn't be fucking bitches because obviously I have I'm in a committed relationship long term. Kirsten would get the metal pipe. <laughs> Take me out. I don't want nothing to do with none of that cyborg shit, man. Look, bro. Let us know in the comments. Do you want to be a cyborg? I'm saying, yeah, nigga. My Let me... I want to live forever. <laughs> Not forever. I told you, you could take me out of like 105. Get me out of here. I just want to see. I just want to be triple dig. Like, uh, imagine you, you, I, real shit. If I make it to triple dig, I'm doing one last pod. I'm going to be like, this is the Triple D-ish episode. I don't know if niggas going to listen. But I would just be like, yo, this nigga's a hundred. And niggas going to want to listen because it's like, what this old hundred ass year old man doing doing a podcast? That's such a relic <laughs> form of media. And I'm going to be like, fuck you, niggas, dog. <laughs> I'm going to just tell all the secrets. Like, all the old, sh- all the shit I know is an old nigga. Like, yeah, Jay-Z, Puffy. Yeah, <laughs> don't blue ivy. Yeah, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 105. What that put you at, bro? 20, 20, 2099, bro. That's hard. B, let me see the turn of the century, my nigga. You said 105. 105 That's what I'm saying. Put you at what 2099? I think so. Well, okay, so me and my brother are six years apart at 2099, he'll be not 99. So yeah, 105, that'll put me at 29. I'm, let me make it to 2100, nigga. Right? See, nigga. okay, look, because I was like, I'm just... pretty sure we were born in the same year. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, I was like ah, I'm pretty sure that's 2099. I don't yeah. even see that, bro. Yeah, nigga, let's turn to the century, nigga. That's hard. 2070 sound good to me. Matter of <laughs> fact, 2069 sound a whole lot better. <laughs> 2069 is if so If I close. go out 2069, I'm good. This, this I'm nigga good. tripping. This I'm nigga good. is 2069. Spoiler alert. Yes, sir. This nigga dies. He tripping, nigga. You are tripping. No, sir. That's too soon. Let us know in the comments how you feel. <laughs> Speaking of too old, I saw, I just was on TikTok. And you know, TikTok be saying like top five corn stars to follow, adult film mm-hmm. actresses. I'm too old to follow porn stars, my nigga. Too old. Too old. I can't be at work pulling up Twitter and scrolling and just have a picture of some ass on my phone. I was going to say, <laughs> it, I don't even think it's about being too old. I am too professional. Professional. Yeah, there we go. Follow that's porn it. stars now. That that's, is the issue. The issue is that's pulling up Twitter because like we always talk about in the past, Twitter is the wild, wild west of social media. And our jobs require out. us to be on Twitter. They just be... Oh, yes. Yes. Scissor getting right. fucked. Just, like just Hell, on it. Yeah. I'm like, not a warning, <laughs> nothing. Twitter don't give a fuck. fuck. Not a damn thing. And bro, we me and you have to be on social media for our jobs. And like I, I tried how many times somebody tell me, oh, look at what the governor just tweeted. And I gotta pull up Twitter in a full a room full of other people. I'm not, I can't. I see, can't, I try I to do it on my phone to avoid that, but like. My, my boss will be like, Lynn, get it on the computer. I want to see. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, right. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. I had to go through it. I'm like, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. I did the same thing. I did the exact same thing. 
Yeah, you're right. It's too professional to follow adult film stars. That's and exactly what it is. The, you know, it's another issue that I have. <laughs> what? My horny ass friends, bro. Like, bro, oh. why are you liking shit, bro? You're professional <laughs> too. Why are you liking that, bro? That and sending shit in the group chat. Niggas be oh, that's bad too. Yeah. Niggas will send anything in the group chat. And I'm like, bro, y'all gotta stop sending ass, hentai, pussy. I stop sending all that. Like, nigga, I'll open up my group chat and have a cartoon pussy on there, like Lois Lane's like, cartoon like pussy. Jesus Christ. And I'm just like, please stop. Like, just cut this shit out right now, nigga. What are y'all doing? We are too old for this. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I don't. But I will say this is this this was an issue that I was speaking to a sports reporter about mm, when you okay. follow the college athletes and shit. Them mm. College athletes don't give a fuck. So no. sometimes one time it did happen to us at work where she was <laughs> we trying to pull up a tweet about somebody transferring. And, you know, you're looking through their friends trying to find the tweet. And one of their friends, one of the horny ass linemen, done like 18 ass picks. So here we are sitting in the room with our boss going that- to all these. Yeah, I can bro, tell you like, exactly what, what, what person you was when this happened. This happened this week, huh? Yeah, bro. We was like, Jesus <laughs> this with the, Christ. This with the UL, the UL lineman transfer. No huh? comment. <laughs> <laughs> you can, look, I'm saying y'all that you can find out who we talking about. It's super easy. Look, bro. I'm just like, you be looking through their friends list. I'm like, look, bro, I'm going to find it a different way because I ain't going. I, I can't stand here no more with the boss right there. I can't stand here that's, no more, bro. I can't stand Funny here. enough, that's why Michael Thomas locked his lights for months. Me and Norm at ESPN, we would just look through Michael Thomas's likes to see about the beefs he had with Sean Payton, and he had to lock it because too many people were writing about it. <laughs> oh, we, he was making it mad obvious, bro. Like he, every time somebody took his side, he would like it. He would like, yep. Yeah. And anytime somebody would argue, like would argue with him, he would like the person saying, "No, they are wrong. Sean Payton, uh, Sean Payton's wrong. I'm right." Right. I was like, bro, you you made this way too obvious. Mm-hmm. But no, I think a lot of these college athletes need to lock their shit. Like, bro, oh, yeah. Like in all these booty pants. I told bro. my brother, like, don't don't even really fuck with Twitter, man. Like, it's not you're not missing nothing. Like, have one, but don't tweet. Don't tweet. Don't like nothing. Just look. the Thunderdome, bro. Just for just our all out raunchy, raw, whatever you want to post. Going is there, yeah, it's there. Uh, but I love it. Me, I love Twitter, man. That's the it's, oh, no, I do. it's the best social media platform. Like, no one can argue with me and tell me Instagram is better than Twitter. I hate you niggas out there that, that love Instagram so much. Who even still like Instagram? Once I don't they know. Stopped, once they did the shit where nothing came up in order of when niggas posted it, <laughs> that's bro. That was like what four years ago, bro. Exactly. Like big clocked out from Instagram. Instagram is choosing what I'm supposed to see. At least Twitter gives me the option to have the latest shit posted. Like, why would I want to see a picture from two days ago? My nigga, like what's wrong with y'all? Once they did that, once they decided that they was going to choose which pictures I get to see, I was like, all right, fuck you then. I'm really, I I don't know if anybody even has that argument to make. Yeah. I'm really ranking social media, Twitter one, TikTok two. And then you can have whatever else you want after that. I might put I like say what you gonna say. Instagram when when they did the shit and they fucked up the you know the timeline, mm-hmm. a lot of niggas went back to Facebook. And that's honestly when I went back to Facebook because I started I, going back to Facebook because I was like I could put Facebook third. I could put I Facebook was just third. confused. I'm like Instagram. Why would you shoot yourself in the foot like this? Literally. Facts. No, you're nobody, right. Nobody nobody told you to do that. Is Facebook whose third? idea was that? Would you say Facebook's third? 
Yeah, right now. I put it third right now. Because you know we be on TikTok. TikTok. Don't even, don't even Facebook. Tick, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I, I am not going to lie about that. <laughs> like, TikTok, be, TikTok be had me in here trying to clean dishes a certain way, make a steak on the cast iron skillet, bro, all I mean, at the same time trying to do something else. Bro, that should be having me doing the most in here, Lynn. Nigga, nigga, I made spam this week. I made fried spam to put in the ramen with the nigga. That shit was nasty, nigga. <laughs> Fuck spam, nigga. Oh, I was mad. I got the spam B. TikTok was like, mix the soy sauce and the fish sauce and put some sugar in there. Caramelize the spam to get it sweet and salty and then put it in the ramen. It's going to be so oh, ooey gooey. And, but I didn't put it in the ramen because I didn't trust it. So I would break it off and take a bite. Nigga, that shit was ass. Spam is dog food, nigga. <laughs> That's literally what I was going to say. I was like, I remember one time when I was a kid, my cousin was like, oh, yeah, you want some of this spam? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about spam? Nigga, you either got ham or nah. He's like, I got spam, man. Nigga. When he when he took it out the can, I'm like, that's dog food. That's, Bro, literally, I, that's literally what I said. I said, that's dog food. Don't put that on my plate. I would much rather eat bologna than that. Like, like you, know how niggas be, you know how niggas be hating on bologna? I could go for a good bologna sandwich, nigga. I'd Fry that shit up. Give me the bologna before I eat <laughs> spam. Give me, give me the bologna and the and the salami, nigga. You know the little pepper salami. Oh, 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 hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Salami is fire. Don't you do this? Don't you add salami to this situation? I right. love salami. Okay, I'm about to say like, don't, I, don't we ain't doing no salami. But, but, but I'm not talking. Here. I'm not talking about like the good salami, the good deli salami. I'm talking the the fucking Oscar Mayer. Right next oh. to the bologna <laughs> salami, nigga, with the okay, with the two yeah. with the two peppercorns in it, yeah, nigga, where you okay, gotta fry yeah. it and put it with a little bit of mayonnaise on the white bread, nigga. I'm talking like struggle okay, salami. Yeah, no, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I would still eat that. And That's my shit, bro. I ate spam. That's a fact. Fuck yes, and I'm that eating, shit is dog food. I mean, hot dogs before I eat spam, my nigga. Yeah, no, that's that's disgusting. Yeah, I, I'm all for that, but that's what I'm talking about. TikTok have niggas doing all, bro. I could watch TikTok for. I'll, like I could literally doing the most, bro. I'd be like, "Ooh, let me save this video to my favorite, so I can come back and fuck with it." Later. Me and my girlfriend sometimes don't watch TV, and we'll just get on TikTok and show each other videos. That shit is disgusting. <laughs> That's bro. That shit is crazy. How much that shit have you roped in, bro? I'm like, God damn, I done lost three hours. That's what, I, bro. I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. But yeah, man. Hoof. All right, let's get to let's get to some more shit. We got some more shit. We're gonna get to the news, news shit. I'm gonna do one more just random topic before we get to the news. How do you feel about proposing at sporting events? Is that shit corny? It depends on the sporting event. Like I'm talking I like a, a football, NFL, a Saints game or some shit. Well, see, look, that's what I was going to say. If it's, a, if it's something like football or baseball where there's dedicated downtime, mm. I think it works very well. NBA halftime? I think you are rude as fuck if you propose <laughs> and at halftime of the NBA or an NHL game. I think that's rude as shit. <laughs> Who said that you was going to have the spotlight tonight, you selfish fuck? Who there's, also- thousands, there's thousands of fans in here, and you decided to make this about you, you selfish cunt. Also, now, I think I think proposing at games is super selfish for the man. And I know women will be like, well, some of us like sports, some of us like sports. And I, and I get y'all like sports. I'm not saying that women can't like sports, but I'm... I guarantee you most women when they were five years old and they were planning their proposal was not planning. Hey, let me get married at the fucking Bengals game at during a timeout, my nigga. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's something like I, I think. And, uh, but 
like you said, it could work out well. Yeah, right? if, like, if, it could if, be some if your shit woman where, loves like, sports for sure. Yeah, right. Or if it was like some shit where you know her and her dad used to go to the games as a mm. kid, blah blah blah, this and that. And you bring the fam- you bring her mom and dad with y'all to yeah. the game type that, shit. That and make a work, moment. It can mm-hmm. work very well. But a lot of the ones I see, I don't know. Maybe I'm a mm-hmm. dickhead. But just <laughs> Me like, too. Bro, there's thousands of fans in here. You made this night about you, really. <laughs> Really, nigga? Like, like, go, go, get, take your girl to a nice restaurant and propose, nigga. Right. Like, where the photographer at? Now you over here trying to get free publicity. She trying to be, make it on ESPN. Fuck yeah. you. Get out of here, bro. Trying to be on Scott Van Pelt. Best thing I saw. Nigga, right. Fuck up out of here. Can't stand. That's why I be like, I don't know if it's me, but like, look at this self-absorbed fuck. <laughs> I hate when House of Highlights be posting that shit on on IG, nigga. Get that yeah. shit off my timeline. And like I said, I think it works out well in commercial timeouts of football games. I think it works out well uh, during like the seventh inning stretch of some shit of a baseball <laughs> game. I think those work out very well because those are some things that happen and you keep it pushing. You feel me? Yes. But if you do it at halftime, we fight. We fight. <laughs> we fight. Bro, we fight. I also think, nigga, if you, if you propose to your girl at a baseball game, y'all sick. That's, that's the nastiest place to propose. No, at. I think that works out well. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I forgot what movie was, but I it was like you a um, baseball fan. They did like a... You. Somebody got married at Fenway. And when you think about it, I was like, why would you do that? But then when I seen the way they dressed up the stadium, I was like, nah, that shit is fly. Mm. Because they had them coming out of the of the uh, the bullpen. They came oh, okay. out of the bullpen. And I was like, that's kind of hard. Damn, I would have never even thought about that's doing hard. some shit but, like but that. But real, that's all that only work if your girl likes sports. That really right, only that's works. That's what I'm saying. And if and like you said, if not, then you a self-absorbed asshole, that's which I already think you are. I already facts. think you are. No, no, big facts. Real quick, since we got to this, where would you want to get married at? You know, like if you if you get to choose what is Brooke like, obviously the women more than likely choose our yes. situation, because like, I mean, nigga, we don't get no say so on that. But where where would you want to get married at? A church? Are you one of them people that's like want to get like destination wedding? Like curse want a destination wedding, nigga. I'm probably no, gonna I'm, end up I'm, having to fly all you niggas out to like like Vegas or some shit, nigga. Like I'm Jesus. down for the for the what you call it, the um the the church shit i mean especially in my my uh my short career of wedding D, of djing weddings i think i really do like the the traditional big church small church, church. it depends on i mean it, it really depends on 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 like how many people you got you know what i'm saying like if i was with somebody who was as likable as me it would have to be a big church that's could yeah. be no small church that, so yeah, that's what i'm saying i was true. like the small church wouldn't even be an option really <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I, bro, my shit gonna be too like because the you know fire marshal gonna come shut us down if we had a small church, my nigga. You like, know how many friends I got, bro? Curse was telling right. me that that we gonna have to double up niggas on a, on a bridesmaid because you don't got enough friends. Hey, I've seen that before, <laughs> and it actually doesn't turn out as long as you it get works. the numbers right. It yeah, works exactly. But you, you gotta, gotta get the numbers right. You gotta get the numbers right because <laughs> you don't want one. You don't want it to end up where it's like two niggas at the end walking out by themselves because no. there's no more girls left. Like. <laughs> That's why you just make them two niggas ushers, you right? And to. yeah, it just because then it look just look embarrassing. Yeah, but nice. um, no, I think uh, I, I like uh, ooh, uh, ooh ooh. What I really didn't think I would like hmm. when motherfuckers be having their receptions at barns and shit. You fuck at with first, that? 
at first oh, I was no, like, country ass shit. I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm unloading my shit like, oh, country ass motherfuckers got me in here in the middle of motherfucking nowhere. I opened the barn. That barn looked like the motherfucking Ritz. I said, damn. This nigga shit. clown. Bro, it's, <laughs> this nigga started the show saying he want to be in the city, but want to have a barn. Fucking no, no, no. Reception. I'm just saying. That shit. <laughs> he loved the country. Fire, bro. I was like, nah, never in my life. But I, I like me a nice little venue. I went to a, a wedding in Pensacola. Nice little venue mm-hmm. right there on the on the on the water. That, See, that was that was some top tier shit. See, I'm cool with on the water weddings, but I don't know if I want the beach where you're walking in the. I, I, I oh no no no! Saying. It wasn't the venue. Wasn't like it was like um it was like the venue Just on the water, the streets. Okay, and then the beach was on the other side. No, because I'm not. I'm Perfect. not with that either. I yeah, was really no, mad as hell no, no. if I had sand if I'm everywhere. A, a tux and I gotta get sand and oh. No, nigga, what's wrong with you? I look when at all we beach weddings up, crazy. I was scared. When we first pulled up, I was not going to lie. I looked at my boy and I said, yo, if this thing got me on the beach in <laughs> fucking slacks, be the last day I talked to him. <laughs> but hey, if I do the if I do the church thing, I want the big cathedral, nigga. I want yeah, the, no, no, no. I want the great one. Yeah. Oh, you gotta Facts. do the big one, yeah. And then when you come out, they got the doves and the birds yeah, and shit. Yeah, throwing and the, rice, the, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get crazy, <laughs> you gotta get crazy with it, bro. <laughs> no, that's a fact. But I'm telling you, I'm gonna end up having to do a destination wedding. We're gonna end up having to go somewhere, and I all and j- because you know the the don't the my mom my mom will have to pay for everything, and she gonna fucking my mom gonna go crazy, nigga. Lucrece Lucrece don't know no bounds. <laughs> she gonna invite everybody and pay for it all too. Watch. Hey, hey, they be loving that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 I got a better question. Hmm. If it's a destination wedding, now, do you have a preference on the season? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's got to be hot enough for me to swim, but not hot enough for me to sweat my ass off. Amen. My cousin got so, married so like September. in Miami. Please don't say June. August. <laughs> Why he didn't push it back everybody, to September? Everybody was, and it was outside. Everybody was glistening, bro. Like you want to talk about, <laughs> you know how they got those bag of donuts, right? And they got the chocolate covered donuts, right? <laughs> My cousin just as dark as me. We all say, out there, shining. we all out there looking like a big ass bag of chocolate glazed donuts, bro. Him, my mom, his mom, everybody out there, bro. All, all the white people that was at the wedding, they looked like they was fine. But they we just were, red. They red. Yeah, we the were face. dying, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I'm look, like, why would you, you do that? You niggas looking like y'all put baby oil on you. The white people just like looking like a dog, just tongue on the side of my yeah, red. They puppy red all red up. Yep. Oh, bro, that Sunburns. was I was I was so mad at him. I was like, but I honestly, it's the only real summer wedding that I went to, and I was like, you live okay. in Florida all year round. Why would you do it in the dog days of August? That's what I'm saying. Like, if I if like me and Chris definitely talked about this, it would have to be either September, like right before, right when fall about to start, to where we get in the change, or or like a March April. Where like it's like April. That's where springy is is coming off of winter, still chilly, but still beautiful. But if it's a destination when I, I think you could, I think you could push for October. I think October still. You works. think I could push? Okay. Yeah, yeah I think October I would, still works. I would fuck with October. If it's seventy degrees outside, mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's. And in nighttime, like sixty, that's a beautiful wedding. Because yeah. like you said, we all wearing like everybody's wearing hella clothes anyways. Exactly. So it could be a little cold. I just want to swim. And you know what? You know what I don't like? Hmm. I hate when white people show up to weddings in t-shirt. 
<laughs> I'm coming for you. Who, who does that? Wait, people really do Bro, that? I, I, I can't tell you. I've done probably 20 weddings. Maybe, maybe <laughs> three. <laughs> Nobody showed up like that. Every fucking time. And it's only white people. <laughs> now, one time it was a black. It, the, the last one I went to was a black guy that showed up in a T-shirt. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Your mama need to raise you a, better. Nigga. It was, a, you know, they had them shirts. I didn't even know they still made them shirts. The shirts that had the tie on it, like no, the wait. fake shirt. Bro, the fake shirt. No, my nigga. No, my nigga. How old are we? Like, what are we talking about? Are you niggas at a middle school dance? Like, <laughs> like, what are we fucking talking about, my Bro, nigga? I was like, he got to be the crackhead uncle. <laughs> Like, he was an older dude. And I was like, he's got to be a crackhead uncle, bro. I said, I was looking around. I said, I ain't going to ask nobody because I don't really know them. Like I said, I'm DJ and I don't know nobody. But like, I want to be like, he got to be the crackhead uncle. Wait, since you talk about crack, should I, can I, can I, should I blow up my neighbor's spot on the pod? Blow it up. <laughs> bro, me and Chris, why that nigga dealing drugs out his house? You <laughs> be, be having all kinds of different people there at all hours of the night. And I feel like a Karen just looking through my window like, there's another crackhead. <laughs> oh, no. And he down bad because he got, if he got them kind of people coming to his Bro, kind of it, clientele, he shouldn't it, be letting them come to his house. It looked like, okay, I'm not going to say they crackheads, but they definitely got to be on meth. <laughs> right. They definitely not just smoking weed. Like, no, not at all. And they come in like, and this is not me. This is not me shaming, uh, shaming. money shaming, but they only come in like ragged clothes, bikes. In broken down cars. What that tell you, nigga? Yeah, and this is to a bad. nice and this to a nice house. Like my neighborhood's a nice neighborhood. And I know them, I know them old white people be looking at him because they be looking at me when my friends be coming over and my friends drive decent cars. You right. telling me they're not looking at all these crackheads coming to this house every day? Hey, this look, nigga got a new car every day. rags and, and a yeah, bike. On a bike, nigga. On a bike. Call, I'm surprised <laughs> they ain't calling the cops in yet. Cause I already know how they get there. That's the that's the third bike I've seen today. No, I think it's I think it's because it's a white man. You're right, because it was one of y'all that have been like, lock his ass up, mm-hmm. lock mm-hmm. his ass up. He is he Nigga, is bringing down my property value. I had a leak. I had a water leak on the street. She came and granted, I I'm thankful she did this because that costs money. But she came, bang 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 bang, seven a.m. Um. Excuse me, you have a water leak. Uh, I think you need to get this fixed because we walk up and down the street and we don't want to slip. We're old ladies. I was like, I was like, yes, ma'am. But did you have to come at seven? She was like, oh, I was just on my walk and I just thought about it. She was like, I thought everybody was up. Won't do it again. Sorry. And then she left. Boy, I want to. Boy, I never want to break an old lady across. Crazy, bro. 7 a.m. on a fucking Saturday, B. What's on wrong a Saturday? With, bro, what's wrong with that bitch, dog? She's bugging. <laughs> oh, everybody was up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, bitch. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's bugging. Hell tragic. Man. Tragic, my nigga. But yeah, bro. The curse been saying this for months. I've been like, I've been trying to deny, give the man the benefit of the doubt. Curse, like, fuck no. How they how they look like this every like, bro. And it's a mixture of different races, like white people, black people, but when you see them in the face, they just got bags. Yeah. Nah, you know, something crazy, something out there. So, you know, yeah, I, I'm not snitching, but I'm just letting the pod know it's wild out here in these streets. <laughs> I don't even know how we got to that. But let's get to some news. <laughs> I don't know if I'm at it. I'm not in it now. Fuck that nigga. I don't know who he is. I don't even know his name. <laughs> but all right, let's get to it. Bro, we got to talk about cheating. There's two cheating stories that are major. One that you know and one that you don't know. 
Which one you want to do first? The one you know or the one you don't know? The, the one I know, because you might as well get it out the way. All right, because the one you don't know is fucked up. It's super fucked up. So the one you know, Tristan Thompson strikes again. This dirty nigga strikes again. He's, he wrote on IG today, paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with insert woman's name. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to blow up. Even though he said it, it's out there, but I don't want to do that. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I've caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Why, bro, this, that, the fact that he wrote that is more embarrassing now for her. Like, I feel like it's just worse. Because, nigga, are you apologizing? Put wrong dog in a bitch and then not remembering <laughs> that you didn't pull out or you apologize because you got caught. <laughs> right. Or you, right. What, what Beyonce said, are you only mad because you got caught? Come on, my nigga. What you, what you, what do you think was going to come of this? This was more embarrassing. Take the lick in the dark. Leave it alone. What, what you putting out a, nigga put out a statement? A press release, my oh, nigga. Oh, nigga, what you doing? I know LeBron is embarrassed. <laughs> He's like, now, nah, LeBron probably look at that shit and say, see, look, that's why I had to leave that nigga. I had to leave that nigga, bro. He was in here tripping. LeBron walked young blood, but he wasn't listening. LeBron go home to Savannah. See, I told you this nigga just wilding. I told you we had to get him off the team. Savannah was like, oh, yeah, Bron, okay. I see you was being respectable. Meanwhile, you know, LeBron may be getting his dirt off on the side. Look, but any, I, look, regardless of what he's doing, you can't be in a close circle with somebody. He ain't getting caught. That's easy E in there. Mm-hmm. He's just putting his dick in everything. He out here thinking he's Magic Johnson. And he got, niggas got to let him know, hey, bro, you ain't no all-star, how, right? How, how do Cut we always hear about Tristan Thompson? We never hear about KD. We never hear about LeBron. We never hear about Steph. Why do we only hear about this? Like, he got he's, he to be moving sloppy. Nah, bro. I think he's, I don't know if it's even sloppy. I think he's fucking everything. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure there's probably stuff we're not hearing about. Mm. I just think he's fucking so many bitches. That is that just... hard for him to keep it under wraps. Like He better hope he don't have nothing, bro. Bro, like, that's if, why I'm giving like, comparisons because he's bugging, bro. Like, like if <laughs> I just realized you said magic, he said easy. <laughs> he's bugging, bro. I'm like, yo, somebody need to talk to him. Like, listen. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, if, I'm, if I'm Chloe, I don't know if I want to have sex with him no more. Right, bro. I'm like, nah, you need a rubber. I can't fuck with you, my boy. Yeah, like, you letting it soak in everything. Come on, now. This is going to stand up in it. Come on, like, my boy. Ooh, you right. B, I didn't even think, like, he's doing too much. Like, he's he doing way too much. Like, that's that's crazy. And you're right. What about the ones we don't know? And I feel bad for Jordan Woods. Like, y'all was blaming Jordan. Nah, that nigga Tristan just a hoe. <laughs> like, he is a hey, male hey, hoe. Hey, hey, hey. I still think it take two to tango. Oh, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Look, from my perspective. I'm team Jordan Woods, man. From my perspective, I would want to get into them yams. You feel me? (laughs) From her perspective, this nigga's not even an all-star. She could get, what what you doing with Tristan? (laughs) But Okay, I feel like it was a mistake. I don't feel like she went. The Kardashians and Jenner's done opened your, it's a whole new world. Why would you settle for Tristan? I feel like it was, he went on to her and she just, she accepted it consensually, of course. But I feel like 
he was the uh, he and she was he was definitely wrong. the aggressor. He was yeah, aggressor. that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think she sought that out. Like I just don't he, think they should have just out every cat he see. He'd be like, like pussy, pussy, pussy. If y'all go, if y'all go accept him into y'all lives multiple times after he embarrassed y'all. Y'all can't accept Jordan back. That's fucked up. Oh, when you put it like that, that's yes, fucked up. I'm definitely Team Jordan. Yes, that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. bring her yeah. back. Like, what she she do? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. But it's okay. Jordan doing better. She with Car Anthony Towns now. She got her life together. Her business going well. She don't need them bitches. Team Jordan Woods, man. And she got her an all star now. You feel me? Like, <laughs> you gotta get you an all star, bro. You can't be dealing with these whack niggas, man. This nigga really out here. He really out here posting yeah. double doubles. Chloe is letting Tristan Thompson treat her like this. She used to be with James Harden. What's wrong with her, man? What's wrong with her? Oh, go save her. Come on, and go save her, man. Bro, that's what bro, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, at least the other niggas, at least the other niggas got accolades. They got accolades. Not LeBron Coutels, you know what I'm saying? Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, this what does he have to show except for that one championship? That like you said, no, he got two. He got, he got two. two. LeBron, I think so with LeBron. Yeah. Oh no, it I might just be one. It was just one. Yeah, just one. It's just one. That's what I'm saying. So like, other than that one year <laughs> where you rode on Kyrie and LeBron's coattail to the championship, which a ring is a ring. I'm not gonna. A ring is a ring. Facts, facts. But he has no other accolades. And look, Lamar Odom. Yes, the nigga smoked crack. But at the <laughs> end of the day, my son is a sol- he was a solidified baller back in his day. He was man. an all-star. He was a baller, bro. Nigga, nigga was balling doing drugs. That's hard. James Harden, <laughs> we don't even have to talk about it. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. You know what I'm saying? But this scrub, you letting this nigga do you out like that? I feel like Chloe, just what, what you doing, sis? You she was better move. with French Montana. Move. Like French and French more of a dub than Tristan. Right. You saw that tweet, that TikTok where them young niggas was like, <laughs> name three songs by French Montana. That's not, that don't have no features. And the nigga said something like feelings, toxic, trauma. He, and he was like, oh, y'all believe me, right? Yeah, them songs fake because nobody know fucking French Montana songs. <laughs> Bro, every time I see one of those things, I'm like, oh, damn, okay. And then the nigga catch me right there. He's like, I just made that up. I'm like, ah, goddamn, he got me again. No, he got me too. <laughs> I don't know no French Montana. I, I don't. I don't. Besides, I don't. pop that. <laughs> no, I don't know any without a feature though. Like, oh, there's yeah, plenty of songs that he's that he's you know that were on his albums that I know, but mm-hmm. they they no stylists. Yeah, they, right, all, they got all got features, features bro. <laughs> and they all got heavy hitter features. That's why I know them. It's like it's Ross, it's Two Chains, it's Drake, it's Drake, it's, it's Ray Shrimmer. But like all right. the ones. And the thing is, all his biggest songs, he does not have the best verse or best chorus on it. Like, no. Unforgettable is Sway Lee's song. It's not his. Pop right. That is Drake Wayne and Ross's song, New Swagger Like Us. Nigga, your verse? I think I don't even think niggas listen. Wait, is his verse first or last? If it's first, <laughs> niggas skip it. If it's last, they turn it off. I can't I don't even know where his verse I know is. I, skip it. I know I skip it, though. I know that exactly. for sure. <laughs> French Montana, nigga. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, Chloe, she just out here like... That's why there's a part of me that don't even feel bad for her because I'm like, no, you keep accepting this that have walked in your life and you letting this whack ass nigga. Keep doing Come it, on, man. Yeah, and he keep doing it. So like, hey, if you love it, I, if you like it, I love it, bitch. Let right. it be cheating on you. Fuck it. I'm not going to say nothing. Do you think, Tris? Keep doing your thing, boy. I don't care how good the dick is because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what Kim and them saying to her. 
That's the like, third or fourth time. How like, good the dick is. He got you out here looking dumb, like super, like worse than Cardi B. Like he, right? He, def, he like instead of you know how Offset said y'all won, he's saying I won, bitch. Right? Like <laughs> this shit don't make no sense, bro. Like you, nah, this is crazy, bro. You think he a sex addict? Like I don't like to call be. niggas a he sex gotta addict. Be, bro. He gotta be, bro. He gotta be. He gotta be. Bro. He gotta be. Cause like if if you really think about it. Like I said, we don't know all the sexual encounters. Mm-hmm. We just know the ones that's blowing up because he getting bitches pregnant. And see, the thing is, he could keep getting bitches pregnant. He could pull a Nick Cannon. But Nick only impregnates the woman he's with at the time. Then he leaves her and then goes and impregnates another woman, gets with him, then leaves her. and then. Right. But he's not cheating on them. My man's got a method. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I, I respect that more than what Tristan doing. Like, Tristan, I don't saying, know if anybody respected what Tristan doing at this point. Yeah, nah. I don't even know if Tristan even know what he's doing. Except for not pulling out. He knows that. That he knows he's not doing. Right. I, 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 I don't. I don't. Yikes. I don't. Yikes. Okay. Now, here's the story you don't know. An anime actor cheated on his wife. We don't know the actor's name. Like, it don't matter. And then the fans reacted so much that they fired him. They fired that nigga. Bro, that, you can't fire somebody for cheating. That don't have nothing to do with the job. That's fucked up. And people in the comments was like, no, we don't we, we don't respect that morally. Like morally, we don't want that in our in our character. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are y'all talking about? But don't listen to no rap music. Don't go watch no no George Clooney movies, no Ben Affleck movies. Don't watch none of them movies. All them niggas cheat. That's fucked up that man got. How? Fired. How if, could you do? How can you do that? I don't know. I have no idea. I was so I'm guessing this is a, a, a Japanese ran. Hold on, it might. I, okay, that's what I'm not. Okay, she. Hold on, I'm gonna find out because that's because the thing. You I can't I'm do that not in America. Sure <laughs> I don't think so. I'm I'm always positive you can't do that in America. I, like, hold on, because whatever the fuck he got going on between the. Oh shoes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's in ja- it's in Japan. It okay, is 100. Yeah, they, they definitely got a different you know set of laws that they can go by. Because if not, then Tristan wouldn't have no job. Okay. <laughs> Uh, look, so look, Daisuke Namakawa has had an adulterous relationship with a female employee at his agency for many years. The 41-year-old actor issued a statement on his agency's website on the same day apologizing for causing trouble with with his personal affairs. And so, yeah, he began the website. I mean, he began a relationship with an unnamed female in 2004. Damn. oh, Oh, okay. So wait. All right, never mind. I see why this nigga got fired. Never mind. Twitter don't tell you everything. I'm sorry. Reverse Damn. all of this. Reverse all of this. The nigga was fucking somebody that he worked with, and she was 18 at the time. Nah, get this. This nigga gotta go. <laughs> this nigga gotta he, go. He groomed he, that. Yeah, that was, I was about to say that, that nigga gotta go. That never mind. Weird. Excuse yeah. me, ladies and gentlemen. Two thousand and four. Look, God, that's damn. that's that's what we do in the pod. We talk things out. I read the thing. I realized I was wrong. Get the nigga out of here. Like Brooklyn said, God, he groomed damn. him. Yeah, yeah. Damn, hell I thought he just got fired because he cheated. <laughs> like I thought he was just popping something off and he fired that nigga. I thought that was more. That's a better conversation <laughs> than the yes. nigga grooming. <laughs> yeah, that nigga nasty, nasty. Yeah, get him out of here. So, sorry, uh, uh, Daisuke Namakawa, you got to go. Yeah, call dog, go. call dog the bounty hunter. Block him <laughs> up. <laughs> You got to go. Hell no. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Also, next up, we got, bro, what's up with Antonio Brown, bro? Oh, man. So he, by now, you know of him stripping, leaving the game. But right. do you know, in the middle of the night, he released a statement Wednesday 
like a thief in the night. A big statement saying basically the Bucks knew what happened. They knew he was injured. The coach was saying, go in the game and play injured. Or you, or, or you, he, he said he sliced, did the throat thing, insinuating you cut, you're fired. Right. He said no, took off his stuff and left. He was on painkillers. That's why he could jog, but he had to get up out of there. And maybe the painkillers was the reason why he reacted so crazy, so wildly. I don't want to say crazy because he wasn't in his right mind thinking. But I think all you niggas that was talking about mental health, this and all of that, his lawyer was like, nah, it's none of that. Mental health is a real thing. We need to be concerned. But A.B. got screwed because he hurt himself and they and they was trying to, you know, get him get him to play. And basically, he said he took an MRI. The MRI proves that he was hurt. It was from the senior doctor of the doctor that the team wanted him to get. That's what blew my mind. He was like, the team wants me to go to the younger, the youngest doctor here who could probably fuck it up. But he went to the senior one and they don't want to accept that. So that's that's strange, too. That's sus. That's super sus. The fact they didn't cut him is sus. And, you know, if he has the MRI in the text messages that where the GM saying, hey, we, we acknowledge you was injured. That was fucked up. Like he was saying the Bucks Lost about to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> like they thought they was going to owe him a million dollars for all them three different accolades. They should have just paid him that and kept it pushing. Now oh, he God. might get he might get 20 million now. Easy. They just get a motherfucker a million. Dumb like like, how, like he might get 20 million, which is nuts. Like uh, even if he gets five. That's more than the one million you was going to have to pay his ass. Stupid. Lost. Do you believe him? Because a lot of the Internet, some of the Internet don't believe him. Some of them believe him. I'm saying. I believe if he if what he's saying is true, true. about like they got the, yeah, the text messages and they got the MRI. I, if, if he got that, I'm totally on board with him. Yeah, same. But I don't think like you ever said, see it, though. I think no. the NFL, he going to sue him. I think his lawyer got all of that. And the NFL gonna pull like they did with the uh, Washington football team stuff, redacted, 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 yeah. and we never gonna find out. But I'm letting the public know if you see AB settles and get some undisclosed figure, they he did won. that he shit. Was right. Yeah, yeah, they did that shit. I hope he's not lying. I don't think he lied. His lawyer wouldn't go. Uh, like I don't think a lawyer going that hard if you lie. Right. That's what I'm saying. I know. Like obviously a player would go that hard, but but the lawyer made a threat. The like, lawyer. The lawyer yeah. doing it, that that's giving me the you know. Maybe they maybe he on some. And I'm letting y'all know in the interview with Darnell, we talk about Antonio Brown for a little bit, but that was before this gets released. So right. I wanted to let y'all know now my thoughts on it because it's it's completely different. And I had to apologize to him because in an article I wrote, I called him a quitter. But now I even in my latest article, I said, I'm sorry, Antonio. If what you're saying is true, you're not a quitter. And I and I apologize. People gonna have to apologize because a lot of people said some fucked up shit about him. That's a fact. And I was just confused because I was watching the game live. And Me I too. saw him do it. And I was like, what in the fuck Cur- is going Cur- on? Curse was like, who's the streaker? She thought somebody, some fan was running nude. Hey, I mean, he got on brown pants and the motherfucker mm-hmm. took his shirt off. He did look naked for a second. Not going to lie. Until you, until like, you, until they zoomed in a little right, bit. Right, when they saw, zoomed in. They were like, wait, is this Antonio Brown? Like, the, even the, even the, the announcers the were perplexed. Yeah. Yeah. They were commentators like, what? Why did Antonio <laughs> Brown get naked? Like, they were confused <laughs> as hell. Took his shirt off, threw it into the stand. Took his gloves off, threw it into the stand. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Nigga There's was, some jumping jacks. He was his wilding, bro. Like, but I get it. If he was hurt and they fucked right. him over, I get wilding too. And plus, he said he on that PK. Nigga yeah, was on no, that, that perk. That makes sense too, yeah. Like, I get it. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully he's telling the truth. Because if he is, 
He about to make some money. And it makes sense why Tom Brady was like, let's not blame Antonio. We don't know what happened. It makes sense why people were saying certain things. And the coach was just like, yeah, he gone. He didn't say nothing else. Oh, that coach down bad. Like, yeah, no, if, you're, and, and if you're a player, how can you play like, for him? TB was like, ah, nope, I, nope. I'm not a part of like, yeah, facts. When that tells me a lot, now that you say that, that Tom really washed his hands of the situation. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. All Tom right, well, like, look, Bruce, that's between you and God now. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Because you put yourself in that situation. <laughs> Damn. Prayers for Antonio Brown, man. Crazy. You saw Kanye West got a new bitch? A new bitch? You saw he went on a date with Noriega with, and was wanted TMZ to see him? Him and Julia from Uncut Gems? You ever saw Uncut Gems? Hold on, bro. That's the Adam Sandler movie. It's Julia Fox. Oh. He took Julia Fox on a date, nigga. I'm shocked that that girl liked Kanye. She did that. She no, no, no. I, 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 um, you think she did that for clout? Yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> and Kanye think he's slick because Pete Davidson said he had a crush on her. <laughs> yeah, no, because I mean, she a bad bitch. I ain't gonna oh, lie, but I'm she like, she a super baddie. She's 30. <laughs> yeah, she in her prime. She's 30, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, why else would you do that? She can why go get drink if she want. <laughs> like, why you want right. Kanye? Why, why would you do that? I know why you did that. You're not slick, bitch. <laughs> they both they both on clout. It was a mutual, right? It was a mutual beneficial day. Mm-hmm. Well, damn, she not gonna get no Kim Skims now. Nah. Okay, I don't think she worried about that. <laughs> Bro, is Kanye a sick nigga for building a, for buying a house across the street from Kim? Yes. <laughs> but I will say this: there's a lot of sick niggas out here in this world that if they had the money, they would do the same thing. They would buy a house across the from the ex. Oh yeah, but okay. See, I, I, I. Part of me is okay with it because it's his kid, but how do you feel about that? Because you you have a kid. Is that does that is that a good excuse? That's still That's fucked weird. up. Okay. Weird. See, I was it's trying to make stalker vibes. Yeah, you right. Vibes, you right. You right. I was just trying to you know give him a benefit of the doubt. Your turn with the kids is your turn with the kids. You don't need to see what yeah. the fuck I'm doing. You right. Like, what if what if I give you the kids and I want to have a sex orgy after that? Mm, you now right. you got to see all these people coming to my house and shit. And they all they all dressed up in uh in leather uh. <laughs> Leather chaps and shit. And now you're trying to figure out what I'm doing across the street. Uh-uh. Nope. My time. You, you so right. Look, they said Kanye doing this. I'm going to play the video. They said that nigga Kanye got the boombox. <laughs> But yeah, no, that, that, like I said, though, there's a lot of crazy dudes that would do that shit. So like, I just, yeah. I can't really blame him. But at the same time, that stalker vibes, like chill, you said, bro. yeah, you no, you're right. You, Cause you can go pick up your kids and then go spend your time with them and then bring them back. Like right. that's co-parenting, not buying the house directly across the street. That's, that's you right in my business. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, trying to see what weird. Pete, you're trying to see when Pete knocking boots. Right. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Go Pete Davidson. Do your thing, dog. <laughs> watch uh, him get, watch him get Julia Fox after this now. Watch, watch, watch. I'm like, all right, my bro. What no, you, what kind you of should do it. You doing, bro? Look, what kind I'm of bullshit you got I'm going to say Pete? this. Pete should 100% do it because Kanye been throwing dirt on him. When him and Kim break up, because they're not getting married. This is just right. the rebound. Pete knows that. P should go hit Julia Fox and say, then do an SNL skit saying, what up, Kanye? Ah, that'd be hard. That'd what, be crazy, Kanye, bro. What, what could Kanye do? He can't do nothing unless he go fuck Pete mama. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> That's the only way he could beat Pete. God damn. God damn, Lynn. Why else he gonna beat him? What are you gonna do? I mean, fight him? Right. That would be the only way. No, that would be the only he way. He can't but fight him because then, because then, because then he gonna go to jail. Because you know right. Pete's suing. Oh, that's a fact, bro. As soon uh, as he throw one punch, uh, unless him. unless you think Pete could beat Kanye ass, can Kanye fight? Probably. He told him. He Ooh. probably got hella reach on him. Y'all, let us know in the comments who winning, Pete Davidson or Kanye West, nigga. Who winning the fight? I gotta know. <laughs> oh shit, that's hilarious. I don't think I got anything else. I think that's pretty much it. Besides, like you know, Gislaine is guilty. Gislaine, oh, but I mean, we. That, but that trial was a sham, bro. They sped that through. They redacted all the like actor names that went to Mar-a-Lago. They they redacted nigga, all the you other knew shit. That they was gonna do that. Come That's on, crazy, bro. man. Prince Andrew needs to go to jail. You knew that was going to happen. Bro. I was like, I was telling somebody that I was like, she going to take the lick. She going to take the rap. He taking the fall. Is, yeah. Nobody else is going to get charged. Sick shit. And because I was uh, there's this there was this girl who's covering it. She did a great job. Like, I'm going I'm to pull up her thing so we can give them some uh, some pub because this journalist really put her neck on the line and uh, she did a good job. Um, it's I think it's habit something I'm about to pull it up. Don't worry. Just give me one second. This is bad podcasting. I should have had it ready. Um, what the is habit something? Hold on, bro. I can't believe this not coming up out of all the shit I follow. Oh, here we go. I should have went to my follow. There we go. OK, here we go. Her name is House Inhabit. Jessica Reed Krause on IG. She uh, is is daily musings from SoCal. And she's a writer, but basically she covered the whole Gislaine Maxwell trial. She did a great job. And, um, you know, she did. She just did a lot and she covered it every day. I followed it. She basically said Gislaine, she feels comes from like an espionage family. Uh, and then like right now, she was like the loophole. Andrews team is working in regards to a vague agreement. Epstein secured to offer immunity to all his co-conspirers. And while many remain skeptical that a member of the Lowell family will ever pay for crimes committed, others might argue the Clintons are even more protected than the Queen's favorite son. So, you know, they saying bro, basically these niggas not getting many. It's too many names on those lists, bro. Yeah, it's too many names on those lists. It's, She's it's take crazy. the lick and nobody else is going down for it. I you think she's going to die. Not nah, it's going to kill her, bro. Yeah, there's no deal. She she didn't say nothing. Some, yeah, no maximum. Some uh, a low, you know, prison. Look, yeah, shit. nothing serious. Playing tennis and shit. She, she they might fine, they, they might let her be like Goodfellas and cook her own food, nigga. Right. She gonna be in there like the, she, they gonna give her the Martha Stewart treatment. Treatment. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Even man. better because she didn't talk. Like that, that's what I'm saying, bro. She's gonna Jeff, be fine. Jeff was gonna talk. That's why they killed that's, his ass. I'm, I'm trying to. His land said, you know what? I'm gonna fall on the sword, and they gonna protect her. That's Jeff was crazy. gonna sing. <laughs> like a canary, they got his ass out of here. See, why don't you sing? See, okay, my thing is, why don't you say you're not gonna sing and then sing? <laughs> nah, they they could they could tell, bro. They was looking at him and it was like, nah, this nigga gonna sing, bro. So they got so, arrested. They probably brought that nigga some McDonald's and shit. He had some hot coffee. They was like, kill this. So nigga. so you think they know if 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 I ever get got, they know I'm gonna sing? They must. <laughs> Yeah, but I would, no, I, I, I would you like, sing? I, you gotta sing. Fuck these well, niggas. It depends. It depends, really. Because, like, the thing We're is, civilians. nothing happened 
before Jeff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like there was like at least she knew what happened. Okay, Jeff was gonna sing. He mm-hmm. mysteriously died. So if I sing, I'm gonna mysteriously be dead. Die, so yeah, she true. was like, she he didn't have the opportunity of somebody going before him. Yeah. So facts. at least she knew what the outcome was. Was of she decided talking, to sing. Yeah, right. Yikes. Yeah. I'm I don't I don't I don't condone snitching, but like, you know, there's certain people I'd snitch on. And, and then if you think about it, bro. <laughs> Just, just think about the Clintons, them both being lawyers. Bro. Oh yeah, they, they probably could read his fucking body language, and he said he wasn't gonna talk. And they were probably like, and then the tr- and then Trump, Trump was like, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> get but him that's out what of I'm here. saying, bro. Like they're probably all like, nah, he's gonna talk, bro. He's gonna talk. We gotta get him yeah, out of here. We gotta get yeah, him out of here. Yikes! <laughs> so my, like, let's get off of this. Would you ever snitch? Like, is there any situation you'd snitch in? That's the new question. Yes. Yeah, same. We're civilians. Fuck yeah. Yes. I'm about to say, like I said before, I, I, it's I hate be... when niggas say, oh, someone killed my mom. I'm not snitching. What's wrong with y'all? Nah, that's weird. I'm dead. I'm singing. <laughs> like, I you remember singing. when you remember when Cameron was like, yeah, if somebody killed my mama, I'm going after. Yeah, no, I, I I'm mean, not singing. I, do, I get going after Again, him, but you got to snitch too. He's not a civilian. I'm a civilian. Yeah, so I'm a I civilian, get that. Sure. I get that. You know what I'm saying? But like for me, nah, I ain't finna do all that, but I'm finna sing. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gonna do none of that shit. Bro. If I saw who did it, fuck yeah, put that nigga in jail, death penalty. Like, fuck that like I up. said, unless I was in that kind of predicament, which it's not like sis didn't know what she was getting herself into. Yeah, facts. But like, if it's that kind of situation where I know, you know, I'm gonna be in some soft some ass prison, sh- yeah, cooking, playing tennis and shit every day. Then and I don't want to have to worry about no bullet in my Angola and shit, nigga, nigga. Just oh yeah, Angola, nigga. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, bro. <laughs> You not put me no state penitentiary, nigga. That's booty rape, nigga. That's right. booty I'm rape singing, jail. Nigga. No, I'm not sir. doing none of that, bro. I'm no, sir. That. If I'm not going to club fed with with non booty rapists, right? Then, That's what I'm saying, then you know, like, I'm, I'm snitching for sure. But if I'm if I'm a be in there, if I can have the TV, the PlayStation, the, the phone, pl- cooking the good fellas meals, right? I got hey, a hot plate in there. I'm Come chilling, on, nigga. Huh? Make it. Would you eat the prison brick? Oh, that shit look nasty. I know you but know. The pr- See, the prison brick is where we got motherfuckers oh. in Angola. I ain't eating that. I ain't eating that shit, man. I'm snitching. I'm not going to Angola. I'm not going to no state prison. I ain't going to Rikers. I ain't going to San Bernardino. I ain't going to none of them places. You ain't going to me none of them shits. Fuck that. For, for those snitching. who don't know what the prison brick is, that is when prisoners take ramen, Cheetos, chips, hot dogs, anything you want. Whatever they find. Put it in a bag. Break it up, pour hot water in it, shake it up, form it, and then just let it sit. And it forms into a brick. And then they scoop it and they just looks like throw up, throw up in a bag. And I'm not wetting Cheetos. Like that weirds the right. That that right there is a red flag. Like, I wouldn't wet Cheetos by themselves. I'm not putting water on Cheetos or cheese. The niggas be putting string cheese in there and they putting hot water. I'm like, Oh, you drinking a hooch? <laughs> Wait, the uh, the toilet, the toilet wine? Uh huh. No, May, I don't I know. Maybe lie, I probably I don't would. know. I probably really? would. I like slicker. I think hey, I would have had to do it. I told Curse. I said I told Curse. I if I went to jail, I might become a drug addict. <laughs> Like, like if, if there was any time for me to become a drug addict in my life, I think if, if it's, it's when like, I, if I, I mean, go to jail. How else I'm going to pass the time? Might as well get high. That's what I'm saying. Like, what else I got to lose at that point? Unless unless I'm coming out in like two months, then like I'm going to do drugs for like a month and then I'm going to stop for the next month and then come out. 
Cause, cause B, nigga, I've I've acknowledged this multiple times. I have a fat ass, and they would rape me. So I gotta do drugs to where I can, you know, cope with the trauma of being raped. Cause I have a fat ass. Like that's real, nigga. Like my ass is so big that I know that if I commit a single crime, night one, day one, minute one, they gonna say, "Hey, chubby cheeks, nigga, bring your fat ass over here," and they fu- and they gonna try to fuck me, and I'm gonna have to fight, and then they gonna beat my ass and then rape me while I'm knocked out. Not pin you down. <laughs> oh, they gonna know they gonna knock me out and then rape me, and then I'm gonna wake up with a loose booty. <laughs> That shit is traumatic, nigga. I am so scared of jail. Not the loose booty. I mean, I guess we know. Look, it don't matter what you do, okay? If you jaywalk in front of Lynn, he finna snitch on you. I'm, I'm not playing, bro. I'm not. I'm, look, I'm not for jail time. When you know what your weakness is, then you gotta not play to that. And also, right. I also know if I go to prison, I'm gonna be the basketball player. I'm gonna I'm be the nigga that's like, yo, y'all pick me. If I drop 15, don't fuck my ass tonight. <laughs> If we win the game, no, no booty rape, nigga. And I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to shoot threes to save my life. <laughs> Yo. Yo. We wild and we doing too much. You doing too much, not me. You've been giving this way too much thought. <laughs> it's because of the Boondocks episode with Thomas Dubois. Because Tom didn't want to go to jail. Either. It's still stuck in your head. All these years later. Living rent free in there. It's serious. I'll do whatever nigga. it takes. I- <laughs> whatever it takes. Just leave my asshole alone. I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> That's it, nigga. Tell the people they can follow you at on social media. You can find me on all social medias that we're Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. And yes, it's the first pod of the year. So. We have a special guest. Instead of bros who ball, we have a sports commentator coming on. So we're going to talk sports. We're going to do an interview. It's going to be a great conversation. Y'all stay tuned right after the song of the week. We got Darnell Smith coming on the show. Super great conversation to start off the year. I think we start off the year right. And, you know, enjoy that conversation. It's up and stuck. You play with gang. You know you get slayed. Blood gon' burn forever like the moving train. Smoke gon' last forever. Yeah. Blood gon' burn forever like Rank Yoku Flame Feel like Demon Slayer Record Breaker yeah. Game Changer yeah. And they still hate me yeah. Still a fan favorite yeah. Numbers gone crazy yeah. Feel like Go Taki I'm the Go Acha Double Blade Tinkin' Ain't no skate See a op in the way Decapitate Zenny Sue like Pikachu with my Thunder Wave Bully keep it rock solid like I'm Gilmay could never be carried by animation, bitch. I'm carried by greatness. They calling the chances, but it's making cash. Now, how did that make sense? Yeah, play with the game. I'm going super saiyan. Raw Goku, we talking Ring Goku. Got that flame on me, out of flame on you. Shouldn't have ran up on game. Shame on you. Bet you get me on team of time is what we ain't gon' do. Me in the field riding with that stank on you. Gang of Fachi play with me, I slit your throat. Keep some prank on me, I'm kicking shit like Nizuko. I drip like Tanjiro, these boys are scary as any suit. Welcome to the zoo, you know, scared, I don't follow rules. I earn my stripes like I'm Akaza. No one to break like a Hashira. We ain't solo, got our squad with us. 
Walk through forest in my blade, I trust Up and stuck, you play with gang, you know you get slayed Blood gon' burn forever like the moving train Smoke gon' last forever Blood gon' burn forever like rank Goku flame Feel like Demon Slayer, record breaker Game changer, and they still hate me Still a fan favorite, numbers gone crazy Feel like Gotake, I'm the goat at Feel like Demon Slayer, record breaker Game changer, and they still hate me Still a fan favorite, numbers gone crazy Feel like Gotake, I'm the goat Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, the first interview of the new year, the first pod of the new year, and I'm super, super excited for this year's guest. We had to start it off with a bang. I told y'all at the Bros Who Think Awards that this year, 2022, we got a lot of fire planned, and it's only right we started off with this guy, our guest this week. We got the social media manager at Fox Sports for Speak for Yourself, the co-host of the Porch of the Porch Podcast. And the producer for the About the Game podcast, Mr. Darnell Smith. D. Darnell, how you doing, brother, man? Glad to have you in. I'm doing good. Hey, man, that might be the the number one best introduction I've got on the podcast so far, man. So I'm feeling great right now. Hey, I try, man. You, you, when I, I, I tell, I told, um, because I call the people I do the pod with my board of governors, like, because okay. it's, it's a network, because we got multiple shows and like all the different hosts are part of the board of governors and, and, and I'm the CEO and we had our meeting for this year. And I was like, yo, we starting the year off with a bang. We got a dude that is iconic. Like, I know you mm. think I, your, your career is just starting, but what you have done for your age, for our age, because we're the same age, is some iconic stuff. Interview with Wayne, Darren Waller, working with Jason Whitlock and them on Speak for Yourself. Like you're a young hustler and I applaud and love everything you're doing. So the so the uh, intro is necessary, brother. Don't sell yourself that. short, my man. You are, you killing it out here in these streets. I try to stay humble, man. You know, you know, my grandma used to always say, stay humble. She, you know, she leaves <laughs> H out of there. So, but I appreciate that, man. I'm just, hey, like you said, we we young brothers out here grinding uh, in this media space. As you know, it's, it's definitely it's a grind. It's tough. Yep. You know, there's not going to be any handouts. You got to really go out there and get it. So that's what I've been trying to do. And definitely feels good to get some acknowledgement, man. So I appreciate that. 100%. And so let's start off with, Cause I want, we're going to talk sports, of course, cause we got course. to, that's your forte. But before we get to any of that, I like to do with these interviews, let people get to know the, the, the different individuals that I'm speaking to, because maybe it can influence someone. Maybe it could help someone. Maybe it could change someone's life. So let's start off. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into media and what made you decide that you wanted to be this media, uh, this media entertainer, podcast host, journalist, whatever you, I don't know if you consider yourself a journalist, but in that ballpark. Entertainer, man, entertainer. But yeah, I'm the uh, same. I'm the same way, bro. When people, <laughs> my mom was like, "You trying to be a journalist?" I was like, "Mama, come on now. You know I'm not no journalist, but I mean, <laughs> come on, mama. You know me, mama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, quick kind of summary about me, man. So, uh, I'm a Midwest guy. I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, born and raised. Uh, sports been a part of my life since I was a little kid, man. You know, being in Indiana, basketball is you know one of the things that if you in Indiana, one. number one, you gonna hoop. So can so you hoop? No, nah, I, I don't want to cut you off, but can you hoop? I'm all right. I ain't gonna listen. I, I, listen, I'm like, I'm like, um, I compare myself to like a Draymond Green. So you know, I'm gonna give you like, I'm gonna give you six to eight points, but good defense, good defense, eight rebounds. I'm gonna do a little bit of everything. Like I'm a winner. 
Put it like got that. You. you put me on your team, you're going to win. Got you, got you. So, got you, got uh, you. <laughs> so look, so I started off, you know, hooping, right? And I'm, like I said, mm-hmm. decent player, but after, you know, a couple years, as you get older, I saw my limitations from a height standpoint. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I've always been a bigger dude, but I'm short. So I'm like, I'm 5'10", 5'11", but I'm big. I'm like a center playing point guard. It just ain't going to work out. You right there <laughs> with me. You are, I'm, I was literally six foot playing power forward. I, my coach would say, you, you, you doing your Rasheed Wallace and a Charles Barkley body. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like shooting you know. jumpers and like you said, playmaking. So I, I relate to that a lot. A hundred percent, bro. A hundred percent. So, uh, you know, football, I always loved football as well, but I, I never played as a youngin just because, man, Growing up, I didn't, you know, we didn't really come from much. So mm-hmm. it was easy to play basketball. All you needed was like shorts and a jersey. But for yep. football, you kind of had to look, need a little bit of money because you had to buy the pads and the shoulder pads and everything, yep. mouthpiece, cleats, you know. And we just didn't really have it like that. So I would always play football just in the streets. And being a bigger guy, it was I was always one of the better players. You just harder to tackle me. But yep. in middle school, like eighth grade, I started playing football and like with pads on, and I was trash. Like I was. Scared of contact. The game was going too fast. I didn't really know what was going on. I just felt way behind all my peers who had been playing since they were like five years old. Fast forward, man. I ended up going to this uh, powerhouse of a high school, Warren Central High School, man. Indianapolis is one of the best football high schools Change your in life. the country. And it changed my life because you got to think, man, I'm playing around so many other Division One athletes and great coaches to where like as long as you work hard, it's like it, it's almost hard not to be good. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you got so much talent around yeah. you. It's like, you, you're going to get better. Exactly. Iron sharp and iron. A hundred percent. So I was able to, you know, I was blessed to earn a full-round scholarship to a Ball State uh, nice. University, uh, about 45 minutes north of Indianapolis, you know, quick drive. Uh, went there, had a good career, man. Won all conference, became captain. Um, ended up my senior year, had a knee injury. So any uh, league dreams kind of ended right there that- and it was time to graduate. Now, let me stop you. Yeah, this is yeah. something that I always love to ask people to mm-hmm. me. For me, one of the hardest things in my life was when I had to transition my senior year going into college and not being able to play basketball. And I know some people think like you're an like, what, what is that? Like, you come on, man, there's more to live. But but if you're an athlete and that's something you've done your whole life and that's something you dreamed and love mm-hmm. when someone takes it away from you, it's hard. So. Being that you made it to that next level of college and had, I'm assuming, league dreams, yeah. how difficult was that for you when it was like, nah, you can't do that no more? Extremely difficult, bro. Like, and I don't care when you stop playing. I don't care if it was middle school, Thank high you. school, whenever. Yep. At some point, it's going to end. Even mm-hmm. NFL players who have good careers, it has to end. My and grandpa always, always told me when it's over, it's over. It's over. And it's always tough, bro. So, nah, for me, man, it was extremely tough, primarily because, like, that wasn't the plan. Like, I had yeah. just became... I had one full year of being a starter, became, you know, all conference guy, voted captain amongst he was my a peers. Baller. I was pretty good. I ain't trying to stunt, but I was a pretty good player. And like, I, I wasn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to get drafted, but I was one of those guys where I was getting, I was having conversations with agents. I was like, probably going to be like an unrestricted free agent and, and get a chance. You know? Yeah. I was going to be in somebody's camp. You just have, wanted a shot. A yeah. Facts. I just wanted to, bro, coming from, I'm from the hood, bro. I come from poverty. So I wanted to go into a camp put on the NFL helmet, put on the pads, and at least get an opportunity. If I would have got cut, all right, cool. It's but a I blessing it. to even yeah. put, I did it. So to get injured and not have that opportunity, it was real tough, bro. And even in hindsight, I would even say, I probably dibbled or dabbled a little bit with slight depression. Like at the time, I didn't know. 
Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like deep. I wasn't thinking nothing Especially crazy. Especially in like our that. community, it's just now being to where that right. we like discuss that. So no, I get it. I you get wouldn't it. even know, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So fast forward, man, I ended up graduating with a marketing degree. And I, I'm just kind of figuring, trying to figure out like, okay, I've always done good in school. That's never been a problem. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being real, my focus has been football. Yeah. That's, that's gotten cutting off out of nowhere. What am I about to do? So initially, bro, I, I have no, I was never planning to go on TV, do sports media. I was in the business world. So I got to sales my first two years out of college and was like inside sales on the phone, cold call, just hustling. And it was a pretty good job. Did I'm you not like it though? Co- at first I did at okay. first because because it, it was some similarities in sales that I could compare to sports, you know, exactly. But then what happened was the part that I didn't like in sales is that you could do everything right from your, from your part and still not get, and still not get that sale. So it was like, yeah. it was a part that was like super uncontrollable that kind of just, it just became stressful. And mm-hmm. I started missing sports. So I'm like, all right, what can I do to just ease my mind? you know, get around sports in, in some way. So me and one of my former teammates, shout out to my guy, Bolo. He's my co-host of The Porch, by the way. Shout out to um, Bolo. Shout out to Bolo. Uh, this is back in 2018. Okay. We actually started our podcast now called The Porch. It was the first the first version of it. And we didn't really have any experience. We were hustling off the phone. Like, we, we ain't had no mic or nothing. It just was no, getting bro, to I it. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about because I started mine right around the same time. In the 2017, yep. use it literally iPhone headphones as the mic. The first version of, of every pod is always the funniest because it's you making something out of nothing. You don't know where you're going. I always compare it to driving on the road and there's no lights. Your you only your headlights are out. All you have is a you little flashlight and you just trying to go and you don't know where you're going and hopefully you make it. 1000% bro and that's what it was so we were just doing it for fun and wait for us to mm-hmm. ease our mind get back into sports be ourselves and just something to have a good time with yeah 100% wasn't even thinking about money nothing just trying yeah. to get away from it right and, and honestly not to cut you off again but yeah, that's how around. it's supposed to be I, I told you before mm-hmm. I like these transitions I think with what with, 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 we, we, we do you have to love it and if you're someone out there trying to get into it it should never be about the money because let me tell you if you're not famous you're not going to be on for at least six years minimum. And that's you working your ass off because it's tough. It's tough, man. 100%, bro. 100%. So here's when things start to get crazy. So me going to Ball State, another uh, big-time alum at Ball State is Jason Whitlock. Yes, sir. He's from Indianapolis. Actually played at my high school, which at the time I didn't know. Did he play at Ball State too? Played at Ball State. So we have a very similar, you know what I mean, path. And I met him one time at Ball State because he's he's a donor. He he, Mm -hmm. he comes back and supports. So while I was a player, I came back, shook his hand, you know, things like that. And he gave me like a shout out. At the time, he was at ESPN and he was on, uh, he was co-hosting on Pardon the Interruption. At yep. the very end of the show, I there was a, a viral video that went out at Ball State of us in the weight room. We'd all painted up like uh, different characters. I was the Hulk. Oh, he was did, killing I, it, and he shouted it. out. It, yeah, it, it's still on YouTube, and he gave me a big shout out. Like shout out to Darnell Smith. So boom. So we, I knew who he was. We were cool, but it wasn't nothing like crazy. But he had followed me on Twitter, and I was putting out my podcast on Twitter. So one time, like randomly, he hit me up like, "Hey, Darnell, I see you're doing like podcasts. Are you into like sports production at all?" I'm like, uh, "I know." At this time, I know he had Fox. Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah, I don't, I don't know, yeah. but hell yeah. yeah nah, it don't matter if I am or not. I'm going to tell you, yeah, we're going to figure it out from here. 100%. So <laughs> he tells that. me, he's like, listen, it's a social media, like, producer role for my show that's available. Like, change your resume around, spice it up a little bit, and let's, let's see if we can, you know, see if we can be a good fit. 
So I had like five different like phone interviews with different people at the job. And, you know, whatever you, you know, at the end of the day, I ended up getting an opportunity, man. I get that call. Yep. And uh, I literally, bro, I packed my bags, put in my two-week notice. And, and at dip. the time, I'm married now. But at the time, it was just my girlfriend. We were living together. And we, and we were living good. But we had a nice, like, condo. Mm-hmm. Again, I had a decent job. Yeah. She's a nurse. We were cool. It's just that I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. So I left all that and came out here by myself, man. And uh, that's when the journey at, at Fox begun. And the, But the crazy thing is, I still at this point, I would just come into Fox as a social media producer. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with TV, like being on TV, yeah. just social media. You were just doing and, social media at the time. That's it. Now but let like, me now let yeah, me go. stop you because I want to sure. ask you because I, I as you know I interviewed Jason Whitlock and me and him had a conversation. Great dude. I, in, no matter what people say about Jason, I always say I thank him for giving me my first real interview because yep. without him, I don't know if I would have gotten any of the other interviews I've gotten and getting to where I'm at with ESPN, my job, because I got that job because of this podcast. And he's a very big reason why I get the interviews with the Joy Taylors, with the Josiah Johnsons, because it, it gives credibility to my name that Jason would like him on the show. But right. as you know, and as I know from the conversation I had with him, Jason is a guy that has very strong uh, opinions and emotions. Yes. How did that affect you as a person being that he gave you a shot, you see he want to help young black men, but at the same time, you know what people saying on the internet and what you hear. Man, you you wouldn't believe how many like people hit me up from back at home, man. I know. Hey, how was hey, Jason, man? How is he really like that, man? How do you work with him? What's going on? Ooh, and I'm like, listen, y'all, this is my belief. You don't have to agree with everything someone is saying to still have love and respect for him. Facts. So I don't agree with everything Whitlock says. It's been time where I, I would like behind the scenes, I would question him and we'll have a respectful conversation. conversation yep. He would give me his point. I give my point and we were cool. But I can never disrespect the man that gave me the opportunity. Not only that, he always showed me love, even beyond just the opportunity. When he was living out here in L.A., we had. Take me out to state dinners. We'll have real conversations. He, he, he about, really took care and we looked out. Yeah, for and looking yeah. out. So it's like, all right, I might not agree with everything he's saying. I might think, oh, you know, I want to say that, but I'm not him. But you know, his he's heart. not me. Yeah. We're different people. But at the end of the day, only, only thing I can look at is the facts. And he put on a lot of black people, not yes, just me. Did. Multiple people at Fox, yep. especially on our production staff, was because of Whitlock. We had the most black people on our production team compared to any of the other shows. And I got to give him his credit. That's been everywhere he at with every show he does. Like no matter what, and this is what I, and I'm and I'm glad you said that because in our conversation, it got heated for a little bit, but it was a respectful conversation at the end of the day. And he right. told me that at the end, he was like, I appreciate you keeping it respectful. I was like, of course, I respect you giving me this chance because like you said, you can have a difference of opinion, but you have to be able to talk. And that's what I think this country and our generation maybe is losing. It's mm-hmm. it's you're either right or you're wrong. It's no, we can't have a conversation. And that's what I did with Wick. We had a conversation. So, and the thing for me is I can never be upset at what he said, because that's his belief. Like you said, we have our own. But yeah. if you want to look at the man's track record for actually helping black people, he does it more than a lot of the people that are quote unquote woke that disagree with him. So, Hundred percent. You got to give him his credit. Hundred percent, man. And, and I, I look at actions. You know, what I mean, you talk all day, but what yep. are you literally what doing? Are you doing? Yep. His actions. He's putting people on. And again, he gave me an opportunity. And then from there, you know, I I've had to capitalize and maximize that. So mm-hmm. uh, to rewind real quick, so I, I come out to LA. This is twenty eighteen. I saw it the first two three months. 
listen again i didn't go to school for none of this so yeah. like I, you I'm, on, I'm on youtube i'm figuring stuff out how to use photoshop how to use premiere how to do all this and that <laughs> and i'm figuring out which about, one was the hardest <laughs> man all oh, this shit was hard but can i cuss i'm sorry can yeah, I? no 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 okay. you're good you're good, you good this all oh, this, shit not, is no, this not my radio show this is my uh, podcast we explicit i, I go there so, okay, no, cool. But, I was about to make sure. Bro, I was about to say, when I first learned all this shit, I hate Photoshop. I can't stand <laughs> Photoshop. You got to be so patient, especially cutting people out. That's the shit that takes the longest. I'm like, ah. I could do, do audio me. editing. I could even do video editing. But that picture editing shit drives me insane. Man, I, it's crazy, bro. So, uh, but yeah, I, I did my best and I got pretty good at it. And then about three months in, you know, I get called in by Whitlock and someone like our lead producers comments to the room like hey we're trying to add a new segment to the show we want to get more of a millennial vibe to the nice. show would you be comfortable being on air of course hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Like, that's why i came yep. out here this the, you know this is the dream so, exactly bro so they bring me now let me air. ask you in the back of your mind when you move in there did you mm -hmm. ever have the thought that that was like was that like that's what you of course got yeah you. i'm like let me get my foot in the door it's fox yeah. and like although i had never thought about like being on TV specific. Cause again, I, I, where I'm from, from Indianapolis, from Indiana, we don't have like a lot of big time, like entertainers, stuff like that. We Same have a Louisiana, yep. but it's not a lot. So like to, the thought of even being on TV is not like realistic to you. Right. Yep. So, but I've always been a kid with a big personality, making people laugh. Even when I look back now in high school, we had some, uh, what was it called? Dub CTV. Like, it's like a morning oh, announcement. See, y'all had that? My school didn't even have that, bro. We had that. And I had, like, my, like, it's crazy, bro, how God worked. And you look in hindsight, like, mm -hmm. and at the time, I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. But, like, I had my own little weekly football he show where, I, where I'm the host. Yep. And it, it's crazy how it all connects. So, uh, so man, listen, one of the main things that Whitlock told me before my very, very first show, um, it was, like, during a commercial break. He called me over. And he basically he said something along the lines of, no matter what you do, do it with confidence. Mm -hmm. So like, don't be scared. You mess up. You fumble your words. We're human. We're all, I stutter sometimes. It is what it is. It just embrace who you are. Yep. Go out there, be confident. And, you know, I remember my very first show. It was like, all right, man, just don't mess up. <laughs> so like, I didn't really show my personality. I just read the script. Mm -hmm. It was clean. It was clear. Got the job done. But in a few shows in, I just, I was like, man, you own it. You got this opportunity, man. Be Darnell. Yeah, stop so reading that script. I, Do your yeah, thing. So yeah, so I started just being loose. I started, me and Jim Jackson started flexing on the air and screaming. <laughs> and it became a really fun, like, fun segment. And it led to That's how you everything get to your job. Yeah, facts. Because you took that chance of being, being yourself. Let me ask you. So if you remember to your first times doing it, when I remember my first radio show, I'll never forget the whole time I'm thinking, don't curse, don't curse, please don't curse, please don't curse. What's going through your mind before you're about to speak, if you remember, on your first or second show, I'm like, man, just like, just say these words right. Man. Like, don't you know what I mean? Like, because I'm I'm reading like off a paper, but I'm kind of like, you know, I'm like. So you didn't have a prompter, like how they be? Uh, okay, cool. Nah, so for for my actual segment, I, I didn't have a prompter. Uh, later on, um, like I would I would read like this little um, not an ad. It was like this little uh thing we we read at the end of our at the end of my segment. Gotcha. And I would read that off, off the prompter. But the way I was positioned on set, you have to be there to see it. The prompter, this, it just wasn't always convenient them. to bring yeah. in front of me. So they would just print, I'll print a little paper. I'll kind of look down, look up. I, a lot of time I'll remember and I'll just kind of freestyle myself. And then, and just kind of from there, I would, just, I would just be me. But yeah, the first thing, bro, I'm like, bro, just don't mess up. Read it properly. Don't mess up nobody's name. <laughs> like, just, you know what I mean? Just yeah. do it right. You know, just do it right. Do not mess up. So, man. 
Hell yeah. So, okay. So we got there. You get, you work in for speak for yourself. You got your segment. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what happens when Jason leaves. Man, it was crazy. Cause it was just a, it was abrupt. I had no idea about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he had shot me a text, maybe, maybe the night before two days before. I don't know. It, it was like, it was, oh, it was, shoot, it was like, wild. Yeah. Out of nowhere. <laughs> You was like, yeah, I think oh, he Brian texted me, Kelly's then he called players. me, maybe. Yeah, he was like, he, he's a lead. But his credo was crazy, though, bro. Like, I'm a guy who likes to plan ahead and think mm-hmm. about just everything. So I've always thought to myself that, like, not that he would leave, per se, but just knowing that think, yeah, in the event, yeah. like, this is TV, shows get canceled, people leave, you know, and just learning more about Whitlock and his personality He's a guy who really likes control and likes to have mm-hmm. his own like things. So like his own brand, yeah, his own brand, and like so it just I just always thought that like, hey Darnell, don't be shocked if, if you were to happened. ever leave yeah. or something happen. Prepare yourself, right? So at the time when it happened, it was like, dang, it kind of hit you like, man, some stuff is gonna probably change. And you got to think too. At the same time he left, that's when COVID had it just hit. Yeah. So they were just telling us, hey, you, you know, you guys are home for for the week. You don't it know was if like you, two weeks. you don't know your security it was at that three point. weeks. Yeah. And then it was like he left. I'm like, ah, shoot. And I'm like, what's going on right yeah. now? Like, I'm in LA. Like, what's going on? So um, it got kind of weird, but you know, luckily, you know, they were able to keep me on on the team. I did a few shows, like our shows completely changed now, obviously. Yeah. Um, just different vibe, different energy, totally fine. Um, but I was able to stay on the show. And I, you know, I did my segment for like a few more weeks after he left. And but it my segment was kind of weird doing it remote. It just wasn't mm-hmm. the same energy with, with that anti-social. So they kept me on as a producer, and uh, which is great and is a blessing. But the main thing for me, man, is what I always tell every everybody else is networking is key. Build your connections. So although Whitlock was the one who gave me the opportunity, I took it amongst myself to make to sure to everybody. I'm getting cool yeah. with the Jim Jacksons, the TJ Hushmanzadas, the Marcellus Wileys, the, the uh, you know, whoever, Michael Vick, like whoever. I'm yeah. getting cool with these guys on these are my separate relationships beyond mm-hmm. Whitlock. So when he leaves, it's like, okay, that's when other opportunities came along. And now, you, as I told you before, you know, I'm doing other, all types of other things now because of those opportunities, you know what yep. I mean? because of that networking. He he gave you the first pitch, but after that, you started hitting homers on your own. I had, I had to start swinging. I had to start yeah, swinging. And, and, yeah. and let me ask you, how do you, how do you feel about this? Because I always tell people when they ask me for advice on how do I start a podcast or how do I get guests? When they ask me, how do I get guests? I tell them, you just have to ask because <laughs> what happens if they say no, nothing. You go about your day, bro. And, but, but people are scared of the no. People are scared Thank of you. the embarrassment. It's like, nah, bro, I was with my girl the other day. I told you I was at the yeah. Sugar Bowl, right? You remember I told you about that? Yeah. It's in New Orleans. I'm walking with my girl. We, we're leaving from the Sugar Bowl. I see coming out of Lambeau, Traquan Smith for the Saints and his girl about to yeah. go into Dave and Buster's. I told my girl, wait right here real quick. <laughs> I have to go say hello. And I told Trey Quan, I said, I'm sorry. I see you with your girl. I know how this is. I'm with my girl, too. She's standing right there. She pissed off at me, but I got to shoot my shot. I'm a 27-year-old young brother from Lafayette that hosts a show for ESPN. Can I get an interview with you? And he said, bro, I appreciate you uh, saying that you care about me and my girl. I appreciate all of that. And yes, I'm going to give you an interview because you shot your shot. If you don't ask, then what's like, what you going to know? Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter right then and there. That's so we I set love it up. that, bro. I'm yeah. glad you said that because, yeah, people are so scared of, like, rejection or scared of the no. But like you said, if you don't ask, it's a no. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's going to be a no. <laughs> like, like I, I had to send my shot to you on Twitter. Like, why not? Because what could I, You don't see it? Or, like, I don't care if you don't see it. If you don't respond, cool. But, like, you'll never know unless Bro, I'll be ask. blowing up everybody. 
Because I used to care a little bit, I think. It was a point in time, and, and I told myself, like, man, Darnell, forget what these people think. Like, they're going to judge too. you anyway. When you first when you first thought you don't like to see that, oh, it's on my Twitter, nobody respond, or people judging me, man, fuck all that. I'm hitting up everybody. I'm in everybody. Yeah. Hey, what's up? I mean, because you just don't know. Exactly. Hell, I just got Lisa Ann on, on the porch podcast the other day. I, t- I took the shot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, hey, it's what it is, man. Yeah, I rock with that. Hell yeah. So now what has the uh, we'll talk about your other two podcasts. Let's just mm-hmm. finish up the uh, speak for yourself. Of course. What, what is that like now with uh, Marcellus and, and uh, Amanda? Yeah, man. Are no, you it- just producing or do you like because I haven't I haven't watched the show in a bit, so I, I, I'm not. 100% sure, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, no, totally fine, man. So, yeah, my segment got removed. So, I'm still so I'm still working on the show, but it's mostly just 100% behind the scenes, behind the scenes producing, right. you know, uh, like I said earlier, Photoshop, Premiere, doing clips, things like that. Uh, so, yeah, no more on air. But like I said, man, a lot happened during that pandemic with a lot of people at Fox lost their job. A lot of layout, laid off, and people got... So, for me to even be in position to be able to stay Lesson. on the same show, yep. work with my guy, still have a great relationship with Marcellus, and then I'm... I'm able to you know learn i show now it's been he's been there for about what it's been two years. i think it's about to be two years yeah it's crazy how fast it's going it's been like it two was, years it was now. at the start of the pandemic huh so it should be two in march yeah it'd be two in march so like you know me and him we're cool now we're finally we're able to meet in person like a about a month yeah, or so ago see, wait so this whole time you never met him met him i know that's no. crazy so that's, that's you i think how tough that is right yeah. so like the guy who put me on leaves mm-hmm. a lot of people's getting let go COVID, I'm at home, we get a new co-host. He seems cool, but like, we don't know you each don't other. Know we have no each connection. Other. Yeah, so y'all don't you know, really what I mean? know each other vibes. You don't really get to, yeah, I get that. Even from a social media standpoint, it's like, like with, like, it's different, right? With Whitlock, mm-hmm. he with all the smoke. Yeah, he, like, he, he 100% everything. everything on social media. Some people but, aren't like that. You're right, I got respect. So it's just like, it was just a trend. It wasn't like better or worse than like that. Just a transition and understanding like, okay, yep. this is, this is Acho's vibe. It's different than what Whitlock was. This is how the show is now. So, but we're at a really good space now. And we've been able to kind of learn each other. You know, I said, he's very cool, very respectful. And uh, nah, the show is cool, man. You know, a lot of, you know, Wally, if you know Marcel, he's crazy all day. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he <laughs> going stuff all day, man. Yeah, he's he's a really good dude, man. And he's somebody who, as well. When I first started working, speak for yourself, it was Whitlock and Cowherd. Mm, it was. And then Mar- Wiley was new. Mm-hmm. And it was cool thing about Marcellus, man. We met. When he first joined in, and I promise you, within like a month, he invited me out. I was about to say, I could tell, because that was back when I used to watch FS1 Daily, because once mm-hmm. I got my own radio show at ESPN, I tried to stop, because I don't want to take nobody else's takes. That's yeah, why I haven't yeah. seen the, the Acho show a lot, but I know I could tell the moment he got on that show, he tried really hard to connect with you, and I could see that it happened. He you could just really, feel it from well, the He screen. really did it outside of work, and you just like, I didn't expect anything. He just said, hey, Darnell, I'm having a little function at this area. Pull up. Birthday party. Pull up. This. Pull up. And I'm like, hey, man, this is a good dude, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a good, genuine man. You can tell Marcellus is from TV, though. Certain, certain people, you can't, you're not really sure, but like, he really wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, like he now nah, he like he a real dude. Like what you see, like this is what like he's not faking. He ain't mm-hmm. he gonna be Marcellus regardless. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Yeah, shout out to him, man, for sure. So that's super dope. Okay, so producer, speak for yourself now. Going well. Let's get to some of the other stuff you're doing with producing for Hushmanzada, uh, TJ Hushmanzada's podcast. Um, yeah. The about the game podcast. It's not just him. It's him and um, Orlando Scandrick. Orlando Scandrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, it's, both of those gentlemen are wild too. 
Man, that's a fun, I, bro. I, I know it's it, got to be a good time. It's such fun. So we, we shoot it out here in like West Hollywood. It's like an at-home studio, Ooh, okay. like at a penthouse, right? Where they took a room that's and turned it into a studio. And the cool thing is, you know about podcasts, is like, it really ain't, ain't too many rules. Like, just be yeah. you, whatever that means. And if you know TJ Hushmanzada and Orlando Scandrick, they going to go there on any <laughs> yeah. topic. It ain't going to be PC. They don't give a hell about what anybody thinks. They gonna say, they gonna what, say they what they believe, bro. And I, I it's kind of it's refreshing. And I've seen face, a lot of those clips y'all post, and they they go there. But like, <laughs> they don't, don't care. I think that's what makes that podcast special because when you look mm-hmm. at it in this athlete podcast, you got I am athlete, you got Shay Sharp. What makes them different from them? And I think it's just their. The, what makes Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson special is their brutal honesty, and I think TJ and Orlando mm-hmm. have that. Hundred percent, man. I can't forget about our homegirl, the the host Lauren Selselman, man. She's Shout a former Olympian. Uh, you know, got bronze medal, gold medal. So it's just hard. a group of athletes all being ourselves, joking on each other. We get great guests on, man. Like it's just been an authentic show, and it's just fun. Like you don't feel like you're even working. You just yeah. in there, man. So and that's uh, what's great about podcasts. You just press record and it just go. And just get going. So my role with them is from a, is mostly from a producer standpoint. So like once we got our guests, you know, I, I provide like the notes, the the uh, different questions that we can ask, ask our guests, the segments for the for mm-hmm. the show, the flow, and make sure that everyone's comfortable with how that episode's going to go. And then from from there, it's like, shoot, it's it's unscripted. You have an idea of, of what the flow, but at the end of the day, just be yourself. So um, you get to I'm, be I'm on not, camera for that one, though, right? I think. Um, yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah. Cool. Most episodes, I some episodes I'm not. It, it, it varies, it but depends. most episodes, yeah, I will come in for like. Uh, either the whole show. Sometimes it's like a couple segments. It just is kind of back and forth depending upon uh, that With show. Episode, but man, yeah. it's just, a, again, it's just another um, lane, another uh, way for me to get more experience. As you know, in this space, bro, like, the more I always ask, like, exactly. I always ask people who've been doing it for a while and they always say, man, you just need the reps. Like, get the reps. So I don't care if it's podcast, radio, on the show. TV, it can be a small man. platform, big platform. If I can fi- got fi- uh, time in my schedule, I'm on it. Yeah, facts. That's I need the to get better. Yeah, <laughs> I truly believe in the 10, the 10,000 hours uh, thing of becoming yep. a master. I want to be a master this. I, I can tell you want to be a master this as well, mm-hmm. because, you know, when you first started, you sound completely different than you do now. And yes. I can only imagine how I'll sound in five years and 10 years if you keep getting these reps going. And that's really important. So you get the reps with that pod. You got to speak for yourself reps as the producer behind the scenes. So you mm-hmm. you're building. It's like uh, I don't know if you play video games, but, you know, when you got to fill out your skill tree, if you play yeah. like Spider-Man or something, you're getting like your attributes from behind the scenes that speak for yourself. You're yeah. getting a little bit behind the scenes and on camera with uh about the game. And then with yours, it's all of them with the porch. So how is I'm, doing the I'm, porch with your man? Uh, the Bolo, porch, correct? man. Yeah, the porch podcast, man. Shout out to my man, Bolo, man, Brian Jones, man. And from tell him what he can get it at too. Yes, sir. So we're, we're on all streaming platforms, man. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're actually uh, uh, partnered with the Believe platform, B-L-E-A-V. Nice. So we're streaming on their platform as well. And uh, we have our own YouTube channel. So the Porch Podcast YouTube. Um, link in my bio. You can find all that. I'll tell you my you know, my name at the end of the show. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, man, I love it, bro, because I got it, it's my podcast. Yep, so you run it how you run I'm it. I'm running however you run it. I love it. We can do guests. We do no guests. Because me and Bolo, man, that's my brother. You know, we played football together. We didn't, you know, blood, sweat, tears. We worked at the, the sales job together before I started here. You know, we've been doing, so that's my brother. So me and him can just vibe for an hour long. And it's a great show, me and him, giving our opinions on various topics about black culture, yep. sports, obviously, cool things going on. 
But then now in season two, we've been getting fire guests. You know what I mean? We've got Dylan Gonzalez on social media star, former um, uh, you know, basketball player at Kansas and UNLV. Got Lisa Ann on, who's you know, former yeah. adult film star, keeps killing it in the sports media space. So, like, we're doing a lot of cool things, man. And it's a, again another way to just build my brand, get more reps speaking. Um, I do it, I'm doing I do the editing. I do the, you know, the I know you do production, the Photoshop. Know, yeah. So I'm doing everything with that, man. So it's a grind, but I love it, bro. I love it because I'm it's building like, something. You know what yep. I'm saying? So it's just great and to see it see it grow. You know the uh from uh paid in full, the quote, I love the game. I love, <laughs> I the, love hustle. the hustle. Yeah, that's I <laughs> feel it. He, he said, if I stop, you think they still gonna love, love me? Love me, yeah, bro. I told they gonna love you, they ain't gonna love you. I told my girlfriend the same thing. She's like, Why you don't take a break? I told I said. You think they're going to love me if I leave? They got a million podcasts out there. They could go get their fix from anywhere. I need to give them the, the quality, my fix. I feel I that. Love it. Yeah, I no, love 100%. It. And what's that? Just, what's that new show? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go what's, ahead. What's it? Uh, you watch Snowfall? Yeah, brother, of course. My guy said, I'll put this thing brick by brick. Brick, and yeah. Go go. <laughs> 100%. That's Y'all how you feel it. This up. We built this brick by this my shit. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel right now, man. Yeah, no, 100%. It. Just how just how liberating is it that you it's your own, you can do what you want with it? Bro, it's like, that's that's the goal. When people ask yep. me, like, what's my long-term goal? Like, I'm in love with the media space, whether it's producing or being on air, but I love having the freedom to create content that I, yeah. I want to create, what I mm-hmm. like, and I want to get to a point where I'm making... I ain't got to be rich. If I, if I become rich, great. Cool. But I just want to have the freedom to create dope content that I I'm in charge of, or mm-hmm. I, I'm in the decision-making process yep. and I make enough money with that to live a comfortable lifestyle. That's, to me, that's bro, ultimate freedom. That I'm right there with you. I told my girl, if we become rich, cool, but I want to just make enough money to where I can take care of you and our family and mm-hmm. y'all live where y'all don't have no problems. Yep. And, and, and in that way, I can just make the content I want and be happy. Like I always look at currency. I think currency has the perfect lifestyle. Like currency is not too famous. He makes enough money to take yep. care of himself and he does whatever the hell he wants. Come on, man. You can't ask for nothing much more, man. That's all you I, need. No, 100%. I don't come from much, man. I told y'all, man, I come from, I come from food stand. I come from, I come from the low end. So I'm not asking for too much. I just want that freedom, man. Yeah. That, that's the biggest thing, freedom. 100%. I feel that completely. So let, let, to finish up the business about what what we, what you do and, and how you got here, any advice you got for any young people out there trying to do what we do? Yeah, man. Number one, network, network, network. Don't be scared to reach out. Um, you know, don't be scared to ask questions and treat everyone with respect that you that you come across. And I know yep. that seems like cliche. And you, it's but true. like one, you should be doing it anyway. Just, just be a good person. Be a person, facts. But <laughs> they remember that, though. They will. Exactly. But beyond that, it's like you never know what like if, if a young person comes up to me. Uh, sorry about that. Oh, no, a young person wrong. comes up to me and, you know, they just ask a question. They're very respectful, very humble. That's like three years from now. They got something else going on. They asked me to be a part of it. I'm going to remember that conversation we had. I'm like, oh, that's so and so who was cool dude. He asked questions. I'm going to remember that. And now I'm going to be more likely to more inclined to do whatever you're asking for or help. So, number one, I would say, you know, uh, network, network, network. And number two, man, um, you got to grind. Like, don't worry about views and likes and all that. If you like, don't, and don't wait for no handout. 
maybe the Foxes and ESPNs and these big networks not hitting you up, sure. ain't hitting you up yet. Okay, it's 2022. You got, you got this thing right here switch. called a phone. Yeah. Like, you got a laptop. Go out. If you really good, you really about what you're talking they about. They're going to find you. They're going to find you at some point. Don't That's do it for fact. them. Do it for you. If you're doing it for you, then you'll be great. If you love what you're doing and you're doing it for you, the likes and all that stuff, of course, like I'm human. Do I like when I get more views? Of course. But at the end of the day, that's not what I'm doing it for. Yep. I'm doing it because I love this. I love this shit. And it's, it's, a, it's liberating, like you said. So network and work your ass off would be the two keys I would, I would get for other hey, people trying and, to get business. And I'm going to be honest. That last thing you said is so, 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 so crucial. It's you got to love it. It can't mm-hmm. be for no one else. Just do it. And I'm telling you, even let's say you're not getting the likes, the views, just the way the universe works. One time when I first started, I was down on myself because we weren't getting a lot of views. But then I walked down the street and then some random person I've never I've never seen ever just like, hey, man, I listened to your podcast. Thank you. You helped me through a tough situation. My parents were going through a divorce and it gave me something to listen to. And that was right when I gave the episode. I literally just told people about my parents divorce. And he was like, that really helped me. And right there, Darnell, I might have got 20 views on that on that episode. But because he told me that it says, whoa. You making a difference. God gonna show you right what you need to see when you need to see it, and I and I truly believe the universe works that way. So that was 100%. the best advice for sure. Amen for to sure. that. Amen to that. I love it, bro. I can imagine. I was I was feel the same way, bro. You, I don't care if it's one. Like you say, it could be one person. But the fact that you actually impacted this person's life that means them, more than anything. Yeah. Mean more than anything, bro. One hundred percent. So let's get to let's get to some sports, and then we are gonna ask you some uh, questions about you before we get you up out of here. I'm just having fun. You're a good dude to talk to, man. <laughs> I'm just chilling, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Hey, come on, man. Hell yeah. So, all right, let's talk football. Who's your favorites right now, man? Who you liking? Who's who's the 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 the, the premier teams of each conference? You think your Colts got a shot? Like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> all right. So, I, I, the number one team to me in the NFL period, definitely number one team in the NFC, are the Green Bay Packers. They're Thank just rolling. You. Aaron Rodgers looks amazing. I know it's we a keep death talking by a million it. cuts. Boy, the way he flicks his wrist in that ball, this goes fifty yards. It's ridiculous, man. Devontae Adams, their connection is crazy. Defense starting to play better. The D-line, Preston Smith, like these guys are rolling right now. So yep. I think it's clear that Packers are the best team to me in the league, but definitely, definitely in, in the NFC. NFC. I'm with you. Because my thing is like, bro, the way Chris Collinsworth explained it the other day on Sunday Night Football when it was Devontae Adams is here and you have the defender on the outside of him and it's just going to end up being a, 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 a little short screen as a yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. Bro, the way they do that is... Bow, bow, bow. And then you're so focused on that, then, oh, snap, they beat you down deep with Lazard. It's like they beat you by a death by a thousand cuts and just the way they do it, as long as they don't choke in the playoffs and can maintain this, I don't see anybody beating them in the NFC. 100%, bro. I agree. And their number one seed, they just like that, so they get a bye yep. week. Facts. So all they need is two and they in. So, yeah, I got to go with the Packers. Now, the AFC, bro, is a, it's tough. It's mm-hmm. tough to pick a team that because all right, everybody want to say the Chiefs. Well, they just lost against the Bengals, and, and they've people been might up say the Bengals, but the offensive line is atrocious. Exactly, and they're still young. As, yep. as exciting as they are, I I just can't say the Bengals are the best team for sure. Facts. The Patriots, you love Belichick, you love the overall system, but Mac Jones is a rookie. Mac Jones is a rookie. I like my coats, but I understand that they're <laughs> nine and seven right now, and Carson and, Wentz is Carson Wentz, <laughs> and I understand that. So. If I had to pick, if I had to pick the best team in the AFC today. Today, yeah. 
I'm I'm a lean I'm a lean towards the Patriots. Honestly, I know that's okay over the Bills. Over the bill, I'm because it just I Belichick man, that's a bad month. That's a bad boy right there, man. And although Mac Jones is a rookie, he's been playing very well this season. And they don't ask too much of him. He knows how to game manage. But my thing with them is because I do agree with you that. They are de- if it's if it's not them for me, it's the Chiefs. But with yeah. them, my thing is for them to make a run. And let me see what you think. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take Mac Jones to they're gonna need him to do one Brady miracle type play. They're gonna need him to have one of those drives where he has to do it. And if he can do that, they're gonna win. I think he I think he has it in his bag. I, I know yeah. we we haven't seen it yet, so we're just questioning it as we but should. But he did it in Bama. He did it in Bama. He was yeah. balling at Bama. Yes, he was balling. So I, I you know, at the end of the day, I think he's I think he's capable of doing it. I and think you don't in that, that defense, defense are monsters. Yeah. Yeah, man. And in the playoffs, man, Belichick is different, bro. Like I've learned exactly. as a co- long-term, long-time Colts fan, I can't, <laughs> I can't really uh bet against Belichick <laughs> and Brady. And I know I'm betting against Brady right now again, and he probably gonna bite me in the butt. But like those two, man, it's something about them, man. They just they figure stuff out. And wouldn't it be crazy hypothetically if, if they the Bucks be- and the Patriots end up making it in the Super Bowl That'd out here in LA? That'd, That'd be, be nuts. nuts. Yeah, and uh-huh. we're gonna get to. I'm gonna bring it back to the yeah, NFC. Yeah. Let's stay on the AFC real quick. Talk to me about your Colts because I love. I like the Colts a lot. I think Jonathan Taylor, the defense, but for them, it's gonna come down to is Carson Wentz, uh, Carson Wentz that was an MVP candidate, yeah, or is yeah. he Carson Wentz that we've known? How have you felt about your team, Frank Reich and, and Carson Wentz? Yeah, man. I mean, listen, we had a, a very slow start. Then we start off one and four, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, we've won, what, eight of our last, I want to say, 11 games. Obviously, we had a yeah, tough loss against the Raiders, which was tough. But, you know, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, we got we got Jacksonville to end the season. I, I feel very confident against them. That should be a dub. <laughs> we should go 10-7 <laughs> and seven and get that wild card spot. But, man, I think we got everything. We have a strong defense. I think we lead the league in uh, forced turnovers with Darius Leonard, the maniac leading the Baller. way. Kenny Moore at corners. He's really coming, at, you know, coming out of his shell. D-Force Buckner leading the D-line. We have arguably one of the best offensive line in the league. Went healthy with Quid Nelson. That's a bad boy at guard. And the best running back in the league. That's best running back in the Henry. league. Exactly. He's balling. Just shout out to you, JT, man. Just uh, broke Edron James all-time. Really? Leading rushing record for the Colts. Yep. Single already? season record. Single oh, season record. Okay, 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 okay. I was about yeah. to say, whoa. <laughs> He's like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> not, not whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yeah season. Single season. Yeah, um, okay. But, bro, if we look at Wentz's stat, and, I, and I, don't, I'm, I don't have him put up right here, but I think he, he's around, like, 26, 27 touchdowns, like I'll get it for you. Like six picks. It's somewhere around there. I think we're evaluating Wentz based off previous stuff that he's done. But if we look at his actual season, 26 not, touchdowns and six interceptions with a passer rating of 95.8 with 3,378 yards. Talk to me. Talk to that's me. That's a good that's a good season. Bro. What are we doing? Like <laughs> that's that's the best interceptions. He even his MVP season, he had less interceptions than he had more interceptions than that. Thank you. So I think we're just we're, we're like I think our minds is messed up from what he we're did really those last yeah. couple of years, and now we're like we're just waiting for him to mess up. Just sitting there looking like I don't trust him. But I'm like in reality, he been playing very well. Now listen, I will say this: I do believe in the playoffs, like you just said with Mac Jones. There will be a moment he gonna have a to show series it. a game where he yeah. got to like JT just you know they got eight people in the box. JT can't find a hole. You got to like go out there and win it. Yeah. So that makes me a little nervous as a coach fan. But he, he has, has shown he can do that. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. like, let's not act like 
he was he wasn't Josh Allen before Josh Allen. So Ooh. if if he could if he could get back to that, y'all got a star. I still think Carson Wentz has star potential. Yeah, he's still young. He just had to get Philly man. Philly fans crazy. It messed his mind up, man. He messed his mind up, man. They out there throwing Philly cheese sticks in my boy. They out there. <laughs> <laughs> they doing all types of stuff, man. But nah, I like. Listen, I think he's in a very comfortable spot. Indianapolis fan base is a lot more, you know, chill and mm-hmm. patient. And he's back with Frank Wright, which I think is huge. Yeah, that's so, that's very big. Yeah, man. So I just think I think we're rolling. I think we're one of the hottest teams right now at the right time. And going into the playoffs, man, that's all you need. Like, forget the regular season record. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It's a new season. And yeah, I think 100%. we have everything we need to make a run. Now, let's jump to the NFC. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I think the Bucks are in trouble. I mm. think the Godwin injury is now huge with no Antonio Brown. What you think about the Bucks? And might as well talk AB. I thought that was ridiculous, man. I was like, dang. And I know people saying the mental health thing, and I'm and I'm with that. You know how yeah. we talked about mental health off air, and we talked about it here about how uh, our, our black people with depression, everything. So yeah. if AB's going through something mental health wise, I want him to get all the help he could get, Darnell. But right. I'm not gonna assume because my mom always told me what happened when you assume. That he got that because that man released a song after. Like, was that a rollout? Like, I, it was crazy. Man, yeah, man. Listen, so I mean, I'm reading all the reports today. You know, there's really two sides to it. There's one side saying that the 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 chaos kind of started at halftime, and it was he was in the locker room complaining about something, and then it led to the third quarter where Bruce Andrews was asking him to come onto the game, and he didn't do it. AB side is saying, yeah, he it was an ankle injury, and that's the reason why he didn't play. So here, here's what it is. If he was truly hurt, which I don't know, because the way he jawed off and did his whole... But That's what I, I was I like, if know. your ankle hurt, bro, how you going to jump that high? <laughs> but I will say this. I, being a former athlete, you as well, like, jogging off the field isn't the same as going full Facts. speed routes. Right? But he had been playing, so I don't know. But let's say he was actually hurt. Let's give him a benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with you not playing. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, you got to care about you. Your body so if you're effect. actually hurt, cool. But the way you, you didn't have to do all that, he could have just took his pads off and sat on the side. Like, if anything, cool. You don't respect Bruce Arians, cool. But at least respect Tom, who got you this job. Yeah, that's embarrassing, bro. It's like, imagine you putting on some. Imagine Whitlock put me on, man, first year, and like some don't go my way. And you take your air, shirt off, take my shirt street, off, bro. throw it in Marcelo's <laughs> face, and, and do some jumping jacks off the camera. Like, come on, bro. Marcelo's might have tackled you. <laughs> You can't do that, man. So, like, all right, if you hurt, just sit down, keep your pads mm-hmm. on, take them off if you got to. Don't but matter. doing all that, that's embarrassing, bro. He might just end his career. But um, I was about to say, I don't think he'll ever, I, like, I don't see a team. It, it, but I will say this, the caveat is it depends on if we find out he was hurt and that's right. why he left, he might get another shot. But if it's yeah. not that and it's just what we think of him leaving, I don't know if he'll ever get another shot in the, in the league no more. Hundred percent. He's so talented though. He's still super on the field. That's the he's so damn he good. He was balling before they started. Like I saw a route right before he got hurt that he was cooking somebody. I'm like, <laughs> damn, that was like all of fame. Ankle look good right there, AB. Yeah, so, thanks. thanks. Uh, but yeah, man, like I said earlier, man, I can't, I can't bet against Tom Brady though. Like I can't just count him out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good right now. It doesn't look pretty. Injuries not having AB, and they need Fournette bad. They need Fournette bad. It's a lot. It's a lot going wrong for the Bucs at the wrong time. I know last year, you know, Brady, if you remember during the actual playoffs, Liam's the Super Bowl, he, he didn't have to do that much. The defense was balling out, mm-hmm. had a, a lot of help all around him, but he still has Mike Evans. He still has Gronk. He still has an overall, you know, decent offensive line. And um, he's still Tom Brady. That's a fact. So I just can't 100% just say, oh, it's a wrap, but it ain't looking too pretty. 
Yeah, no, 100%. Now, the final uh, NFL team I want to ask you about is the Rams. Ooh. They're looking suspect, man. And, like, I was big on Matt Stafford to start the year. I was like, oh, Stafford got this, Stafford got this. But as the year continued, it's like, is it? Was it? What, like, was it he the problem in Detroit? Like, what, what's going on with this? So, And I know Sean McVay in the back of his mind got to be thinking, did I just get another Jared Goff? Like, what's what's going on? Don't go that far now. Now, yeah, listen, I, I'll much. say this. Like, yeah, it's been weird these last few weeks. It seems like he can't get a groove consistently now. Yeah. It's like he'll play well for two games and then they get two bad games. And then it's like, it's like, okay, like what's going on? And even in the games that they win, he'll throw like two pick sixes. Picks, yeah. But then later on, he'll he'll that was like three touchdowns, touchdown, three yeah. touchdowns. It's like, dang, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, <laughs> kind of lukewarm about the situation right now, right? But overall, man, like I said, they got they got everything else. I mean, <laughs> defense crazy. I love Offense Aaron Donald, much. man, as a former defense alignment. That guy's a monster. He's the Jay best. Ramsey, Von Miller. Oh, listen, Odell. Can we shout out to Odell? Listen, yeah, we can. I don't care how what nobody thinks. Love him, hate him. Let's let's keep it all the way one hundred. All this talk about Odell ain't the same no more. He's the reason why Baker wasn't playing well. Da, 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 da. You False. put him with a competent QB and you see that he's still very valuable. He's Five still balling in out. seven games. Come on, man. So yep. shout out to Odell, man. All that little, y'all tripping. Like, I'm had nothing you. to do with Odell. That's Baker just ain't that good. <laughs> yeah. Let's call I, that a they should not. Pay. They should not pay him this offseason. I'm like... <laughs> If they pay him, they might as well pay me. Come back, <laughs> and you know, and you know, I'm rocking with Odell. I'm a Louisiana boy, so I, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I rock, yeah. I rock with Odell. Of course, man. Of course. So, uh, but yeah, I am man, worried so. about the Rams though making like w- making a deep run. I just don't know if they're better than the Packers. I don't know if they're, you know, I don't know if they they have like you said the defense, but can they pull it together to beat some of these teams that's clicking right now? I think, uh, listen, if I had to, you asked me right now, I told you the Packers are the best team in the NFC, best team mm-hmm. in the league to me. Yep. But in NFC specifically, I would put Rams number two. I know oh, we got Cardinals over there. I know it's a nah, lot of. I know. Yo, okay, cool. I don't, I don't, I don't rock with the, like, no, the Cardinals. To me, losing Hopkins and, and seeing, like, there's been a legit, oh, defenses have figured out Cliff Kingsbury's offense now. Mm-hmm. So, like, defenses are playing. Like, he hasn't made adjustments. Once once Hopkins went down and people figured out his offense, I haven't seen many adjustments. So I they can't. did beat the Cowboys this past weekend, though. So you know, decent win, decent win. It's, bro, real quick, it's been a weird just year in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. every time you think, okay, that team is it, then they, they get exposed. So it's like it's so much parity. That's what's made it very exciting, though, because you don't really know what to expect. One hundred percent. Now to finish up NFL, who you think gonna win the Super Bowl? Ooh, man. You know what? I got to go. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. I'm I think the you. Packers are going to win it all. I think Aaron Rodgers are going to win, and he's going to cut out. So you got Pack, and I hope he comes to the Saints, baby. <laughs> I hope he comes. Ooh. Because Justin Blackman came out. or uh, I, I think it's Justin Blackman. Whoever his former teammate was, who's a wide receiver for uh, ESPN right now, came mm-hmm. out and said he predicts no matter what happens this season, that Aaron Rodgers comes to New Orleans because he loves Sean Payton's offense and he wants to be in, in a good team system Ooh. like the Saints. Damn, it makes a lot of sense, bro. We got a great defense. We got a great offensive line when healthy. Kamara, Michael Thomas will be back. All we got to do is, is draft a wide receiver and he's going to be straight. I'm going to feel bad for James a little bit, though. Every time yeah, James get hurt or benched, they bring another QB in and they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the sad thing, too, because James had us 5-2, and two, and I think if he doesn't get yeah. injured, we make the playoffs without having to worry about this right now. 
he started off swinging through five of them things. So yeah, uh, but I got, I know you, you're going to laugh, but I got the Packers and I got the Colts, bro. I think the oh, Colts is hot, bro. I got okay. the Colts. Just, just like those Giants teams, man. Yeah. Them Giants teams, like, oh, what was it? Oh, wait, whatever. make a run. I make a run. It was everybody sleeping on us. Mm-hmm. They sleeping on when They think Wentz ain't got it. They think Wentz ain't the truth. Ooh. It's time, bro. I'm it's a, a playoff. Hey, I'm going to hit you up, too. I, you know I'm hitting you up if y'all don't make it. I'm excited. <laughs> you got to hit me up when we do make it, boy. No, 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 no. When, look, when y'all do make it, I'm clipping this and saying, Darnell told y'all. We going to make it, but we're not going to win, though. Green Bay going to win. Aaron Rodgers going to yeah, do his thing. They going to cut out. 100%. Y'all got Drew and Love. Yeah, they better I, hope. Hey, I'm a little petty, so I ain't going to lie. Part of that, Aaron Rodgers, sometimes he can do too much. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the inner petty in me, I'm like, I kind of like this. I like it, though. Like, <laughs> it's like, I told you so. Y'all should have yeah. drafted, bro. Should have told me. I, I agree 100%. So that's our NFL talk. Real quick, before we get to just a little bit about you. Yeah. NBA. Who you think best team? Who you like? Oh, man, best team right now. I'm, you got to go. Uh, yeah, I was I'm going to the, go with the Phoenix Suns. Oh, you're going with the Suns over the Warriors. Okay, I know. I, I almost like said it. the Warriors. Like it. It's real tight, though. It's real tight. It's close. And then because they say Clay, I just was watching ESPN. They say Clay should be back against the Pistons. And I'll tell you what game that is for them. And I got to see that because that's huge. So I got to see what version of Clay. I mean, at the end of the day, he's not going to lose his shooting ability. Fact. But I, I want to see how good of a defensive player he is. Like, it is weird. He January two, 18th. That's when 18th? they say, yeah, against the Pistons. Oh, my birthday on the 19th. What that mean? <laughs> what that mean? <laughs> that means you should bet on the Warriors. Get you some money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's real type. Like, it's like, that's one. That's like 1A, one 1B. One one B. Yep. Your son's a slight edge. You know, they went to the finals last year, got a little bit more. You know what I mean? They look a little bit more experienced. I can't lie. They do. They do. Because although, like, the foundation of the Warriors is still there, it's, it's like a it's mixture a of old and young. Yep. So, yeah. So, I'm going to give them a slight edge. But those are the two teams to beat. And then out east, I, I, I like the Nets. Now, yeah. Kyrie's playing away games now. I, if he was there 100%. That bugs me. That bugs It's weird, right? It's weird. It's like, what happens if they make the finals? You're not going to play no home games? And then the crazy thing is, what happens if he plays a... Because I don't know the rules in California. I'm pretty sure it's, it's similar to New York last time I heard. If he if they play Golden State, will he be able to play in them games? Uh, oh, I don't I don't think he will. Not in Golden State. Uh-uh, yeah. I think they got their own rules. They, they it's got like, their own rules, too. Yeah, huh? so... That's... So you're not going to be able to play in at your home? Or, I think that's that's wild to me. He gonna something gonna have to happen, like, cause if, if he's if he's playing, he's vaccinated, he's fully playing. I, I I'm I got the Nets. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. Same, like same. I was heavy on them last year. Same. I'm <laughs> only reason them, I'm heavy on them. D with just James Harden and, and KD. <laughs> only reason uh um uh, they lost last year. And hey, shout out to the Bucks. Y'all did what y'all supposed to do. It's because KD's shoe was too big. His shoe was a little too. He, he wore a seventeen <laughs> instead of a sixteen and a half. Yeah. Like. He almost beat them boys by himself. That's a Harden fact. was out there playing like old school because his hamstring was messed up. Remember that whole series? He had his back because he couldn't dribble in front. He couldn't move. Harden was that old man at the park that, that could give you a solid 15, but don't do nothing. Don't do nothing, bro. And KD was, was losing his mind on that court. Yeah, he he almost beat them by himself. I've so. never seen someone come from an Achilles injury to do what KD did. Bro, it's scary, Phenomenal. Bro. Scary, yeah. bro. I was watching that game. And I was like, mind blown. Oh, yeah, what, same. What the hell are you doing right now, when Kevin? He hit the, when he hit the shot to send it to overtime, I told my girlfriend, I said, he about to shoot it. He about to shoot it. And she was like, no, he not. I was like, watch. The way he turned like, around, though, like, yes. he, wasn't, he wasn't supposed to do that. Like, what? whoa, like, 
he made that shit up on the fly or something. I'm like, what did you own? And then it went in. Me and my girlfriend screamed right when that shot. She was like, oh my gosh, you were right. I was like, that's Kevin Durant. He's that type of Let mom. me ask you this real quick because I, I just want to know this. I think he's the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Where are you at with that? Oh, he is agree? for me. No, I agree. 1,000%. 1, 1, right. it's, it's him, then Steph for me. It's, gotcha. I go, I go KD, Steph, LeBron. And now let me say this, though. If LeBron Ooh. keep doing what he's been doing for this past month, I'm putting him over Steph. But but there's nobody over KD because KD's been dropping, doing this consistent all year. And just the shots he takes, Darnell, are some of the most difficult shots I've seen because I played basketball. Basketball was my thing. I could have played D3, but I had mm-hmm. an injury happen. That was my thing. So basketball to me, when I see what KD does, it's 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 magic. It's it's he's a magician. Yeah. The way he's seven foot and can just shoot everywhere. The footwork, turn around over the right shoulder, the left shoulder. Mm-hmm. He can pose, he can drive, he can toss you up. The, the wide, because he's so long, that wide, mm-hmm. uh, you got to reach for it because it was right there. Yep. And he, it's, it's like he can do everything. Oh, he hit you with it. He about to come in and instead of going through his leg, he pull up and then you like, oh. Oh, yeah, bro, that's the one. Because like, he didn't hit you with that three times. So he's like, yep. he, he going to do it again. He's like, Sight, pull up, bop, got you. Yep, no, KD the best player in the league, for sure. Man, that boy different. Now, like I, like I was talking about, this is the final basketball question. How you feel for LeBron? I'm, I feel bad for LeBron. I'm a Pels fan, so I, I've been knowing Anthony Davis was mm. Mr. Glass. I've been knowing he wasn't a Batman. So I I, I said, I'm, I love seeing the Lakers not succeed with Anthony because he hurt our team, but I don't like it for LeBron because LeBron don't deserve that. My man is in his 19th year dropping 30, having to drop 39, 9, and 9. Anthony Davis should be doing that. It should not be LeBron. And I, I think two years ago, we would have said Anthony Davis was a top five player. Right now, I don't even know if you say he top 15. Yeah, man. He was looking, he wasn't looking that good before, even like before. Because you in LA, you know, the, you know how the talk of the town is more than me. Like, I'm just seeing social media, people getting on him. But I know in LA, it's got to be rough. Oh, yeah, it's rough around here. People are questioning, like, what's going on? Like, why, why is he not? The thing that I always hear, I'm at the barbershop, it's just like, man, why is he playing so soft? Like that's that's, that's the what thing I hear that I, that I'm too. hearing. It's like, man, it's like when AD gets pissed off, you'll see it sometimes. He turns into another player, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there you go. Like, yeah, that's where's that AD? Guy? Like, yeah. just be that version. But like, he doesn't seem to like to play the five often. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a problem. That's a problem. But I, it's because, bro, you got to remember, he was a point guard in high school, mm-hmm. and then he had that crazy growth spurt. So that's, I mean, the benefit of being a point guard is that he got all these guard skills, skills dribble, yeah. shoot, boom. But the downside is that. He, he ain't used to banging like that. Yeah, true. He don't like banging, but in today's league, like, it would be beneficial for the Lakers if he could play the five Bang, more yeah. and be confident. So, you know, he's still one of the most talented players in the league. The main problem with him, even beyond all that, is just the health. Yeah. I mean, the man gets hurt more than I, I don't I don't know who. And, and then he's so young, too. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. how he get young? He's like our age, ain't he? Ain't he like yeah, 28? He, he younger than us, D. Like, he might be, he might be 26. <laughs> Like that's, that, that, that's what blew. In the league for like a minute, so it just seemed like he, like he old as hell now for some mm-hmm. reason. He'd have been hurt so much. Hold on, I'm gonna tell uh, you his exact age real quick. Oh, you know, you're right. He's 27. He turned 28 in March. He's younger than me. I turned 27 a few weeks, so I was like, yep. man. So listen, I think he's a very skilled player. Like, like arguably one of the most top five talent, probably. Yeah, for but sure. Doesn't always bring, especially he this should year. be the best big man in the league. He should be. Yeah. He should not nah, for sure. At least in that conversation with the Joker and and, yeah. and and B. So um, but yeah, it's crazy what LeBron is doing, but he shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. He's he's old as hell. He about to be 40. Why and, why is he dropping Russ, 40? I, I just I I can't, you know, Listen, you should have known what you was getting. I don't like talking bad about Russ though, because like I, Russ, I'm an effortless the effort is there. It the man is. plays hard as hell, he's trying hard. He just can't shoot. <laughs> 
he is not the best shooter in the world. And in today's league, that hurts. That hurts bad. Russ would be one of the best players in the in the '90s. Russ would have killed. I, I would have been a dog. Yeah, would have been a dog. That's would have been a dog. That's but now he's fact. still good. But like, it's just weird because most LeBron led teams that have, that have had a lot of success. He's had shooters around him. Yep. And his Lakers team don't really have a lot of shooting around him. And if and not the shooters, top. the secondary guard has to be able to play, make, and still shoot to an extent like D-Wade. D-Wade can still 100%. hit a, mi- a midi. Like, whoever's the second option got to have at least one jumper that's consistent. D-Wade had the midi. Kyrie had the cross, pull up yep. three. Like, yep. so, But Russ don't have either of those. Yeah. And, and AD, when he's healthy, is kind of more of that too. And, and he has a decent mid-range, but yeah. even this year, he was missing it a little bit. So it's just kind of, it's just a weird year. Uh, like I said, I, I grew up a Lakers fan primarily because of Kobe. I'm a Same. huge Kobe guy. That's my guy. R. Kobe R. and Shaq was my guy. Yeah, no, I'm yes. with you. Um, and it's, it's, it was always weird when LeBron came to the Lakers just because, you, I mean, we're the same age. So, like, yeah. growing up, maybe they don't know, but in our, in our age group, it was like Kobe versus LeBron. Right, the yep. best in the league. And growing up as a young play, a young guy, it was like, I was young always the kids, Kobe guy. <laughs> I was a Kobe guy. But the LeBron guys would always talk down about Kobe to boost LeBron. So, so naturally... I'm talking down, down about LeBron, LeBron and Moscow. Yep. So I went my whole life dissing this dude from a fan standpoint. I mean, you know, and now he's with my team. So it's like, ah, it's kind of weird. Like, ah. literally, literally, <laughs> the, I, I didn't stop dissing LeBron because, like you said, it was so heated with our era. Yeah. I didn't stop dissing LeBron until when I started the pod. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to appreciate greatness because we're not going to have this for too long. 100%, man. And what he's doing at this age, it's incredible. It's crazy. He's still yeah. one of the best players in the game. He's he's balling now. It's 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 wild. I think I think I'm gonna knock on wood, but I think he's gonna stay healthy long enough to and break wear, a ream. Break a ream. And I but I think he's gonna actually play with his son, man. If his oh son, no, I'm with if, you. That's if little Bronny because Bronny's getting better, if you can yes, see he's he starting is. to get a little he's he, becoming he's a young playing, man. I'm trying to go watch him play uh this upcoming weekend. He playing in New Orleans versus uh Arch Manning. Go check him out. Yeah, go I'm gonna go watch him. Out. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Arch be hooping too? Yeah, Arch. Well, now nah, Arch is a hooper because his pops used to hoop. But okay. Arch, Arch is more so of a playmaker and can drive his jumper. Luke Walton type. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His jumper not the best, but okay. high school is good enough. Is good enough. Good enough. Yeah, go watch that game. It'd be a crazy game to go to. But yeah, he's been looking a lot better, man. He's becoming that young man, and that'll be crazy to play with your son. Yep. That That's would be crazy. that would be history. Like people have played with their brothers, people have played with their cousins, but to play to say you were good enough to last that long to play with your son and then not have a drop off. Like Michael Jordan, he got all had a drop off. As yeah, much yeah. as I love Kobe, Kobe had a drop off. We haven't seen a drop off with LeBron. After, hold on, let me say this though: Kobe had a drop off after the Achilles. Yeah, facts. In year like seven, was it 16, 17 he when he killed. got hurt? Yeah, he was still dropping. Look at the stats. You stopped. No, you dropping right. like twenty seven. You so right. I want to make that clear because people always say that. I'm like, all right, y'all. Kobe, no, his game adjusted, right. but he was still doing his thing. So and even after the Achilles, he still didn't play bad. Like, that's yeah. the thing. No, you're <laughs> right. I'm with you. So, all right, that's enough sports talk done. Now I'm about to get you up out of here, but I, I, would, I wouldn't be a Louisiana boy. I wouldn't hmm. be the, the man I am if I don't ask you a couple of these questions. What was that Wayne interview like? That is the goat, the D. For you to me, I, I was so just impressed and proud for you because you come from our generation where Wayne is that, the king. He's the king. Like, yes. people was talking about Jay-Z, uh, Wayne, nobody could be Jay-Z in a versus. Ah. And I was like, stop disrespecting Wayne. Like, you old New York bias heads, you people in the 90s, y'all just got to stop. Jay-Z does not have the, the type of cat- the catalog that Wayne got. From the mixtapes to, to the albums, like, 
Like you could like, I don't know if Jay-Z even got the hits because then he could play the Drake features, the Nicki features, and then don't let him get into his drought three dedications. All the no no ceilings. Don't let him get into that. Bro, well, mixtapes alone is scary. Yeah. We ain't talking about quarter one, two, three, four. So it's like, man. Um, but bro, that was one of the dopest moments of my life. I could only imagine. I've been listening to Wayne since the block is hot, since yep. I'm a little kid, bro. So I know so like, you, you, we in the same era. We, we the same generation. Wayne means yeah. a lot to us. So it's just crazy. So like just how we met, he's a, he's a, he loves sports. Yep. And he's a fan of Speak for Yourself. And when I used to do my segment, he I had to wear a shirt. And I had a shirt said Wheezy with a goat on it. And one, this is years ago, he tweeted out, I'm driving back home from work and my phone, my phone blowing up. I'm like, what's going on? And everybody like, oh, this is dope. This is dope. I'm like, what happened? So I checked my <laughs> stuff and uh, Wayne put out a tweet. Shout out to Darnell for Speak For Yourself. That's hard. Love. I'm in the car. I'm in traffic in LA. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so we started connecting on Instagram. And like, that's like a year and a half ago. He, was, he sent me his number. He was like, hey, bro, if you ever need Iron. anything, you know, hit me up. That's so hard. Like, you got Wayne okay. phone in your address? No, nah, that's hard. I'm geeking out. I'm geeking out. That's hard. So look, bro, look. So I, I hold on to it. I'm like, all right. I test him just so he knows it's me. Yep. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to hit him up until I'm going to use this when it's necessary. Yeah. Exactly. So the opportunity came up. I was working on this digital series. And I'm like, bro, I'm doing this, this, and this. Can we make it happen? He was like, I love, I would love to. Talk to talk to Mac, man. Shout out to Hell Mac, yeah. man. He handled everything. Oh, Mac Mizzle. Mac yeah. Mizzle. That's my guy. He handled everything. Put together and it was crazy, bro. Because when you meet your like yo, some idols or stars who you look up to, whatever, you never know how they really gonna vibe, yeah. how they gonna act. But when it was man, a cool dude, super professional, awesome, came on time early, came early. We was in the studio, like like his manager came in there and said, Hey, he's eight minutes he's away. Here. We're like, oh shit, we got to yeah. go move something around. <laughs> Set everything up, yeah. I think we were assuming, like, oh, you know, this little way, he probably he gonna, gonna show up little because he'd be one of the biggest stars of all time. Like, mm-hmm. if he was like cool, like, I ain't tripping. Yeah, we uh, whenever he, he was, get here, we making it work. And bro, listen, the biggest thing is I didn't give him a talent fee, he didn't ask for no money or nothing. Yeah. He did it as a favor. So to, get off GP, to come GP. here professional on time, gave me a great interview, was attentive, was fun. Bro, this was one. He's cool as hell, bro. Down, you wouldn't even think he was like Little Wayne. He just That's a down to earth awesome. dude talking about sports. And at the end of the interview, I don't know if you you know remember, but he like showed me love out of nowhere. Just told no, me that you know he, he said my energy is contagious. And to have one of the biggest stars Tell of you all time say that keep doing what you're doing, your energy's fucking contagious. Or what he said. I, I'm, t- I'm holding on to that. You can't Forever, tell me nothing. Man. No, I'm holding on to that. So, man, shout out to Wayne, bro. I'm with that's amazing, Darnell. That is freaking amazing. Shout out to Wayne. Like, like I said, that's the GOAT. Nobody can tell me otherwise. He is the GOAT. That is an amazing story. I'm so happy you told that and, and gave us that because I could only imagine meeting Wayne. But that's the Louisiana brothers. We all polite, nice dudes. I'm saying, hey, man, Louisiana dudes, we good people. But you know, you know, I still ain't been, been to Louisiana yet, bro. You still never been? Oh, never. You, you got to come to New Orleans. And when you come, let me know. I'm a, I got oh, you. I'm pulling up. You got, I need all the food spots for I real. I got you. I I'm got trying to eat whatever Zion eat. I want to eat it. <laughs> Don't get me sad. We was we was finished on a high. Don't, don't get me sad, but I got you. For real, though. I'm going to yeah. give you my number when we get off of this. And when you come to New Orleans, hit me up. I got you. For real, for real. Got you. I got but you. But all right, let's, let's finish up. I do these questions to finish. What's your favorite food? Um, hot, uh, No, 
Ta- I say tacos and hot wings. It's kind of like please, a, please tell me you don't do ketchup on the tacos like I'd be hearing some people be doing. Marcellus. Hell <laughs> no, man. I do my, I, I got more Ortega on there. Yeah, I got okay. Chalula some Chalula or something. Yeah. Hot sauce. Yeah, I ain't doing no ketchup, man. I, like John Witherspoon said, put that hot sauce on my burrito, burrito baby. baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> Recipes to the goat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie, Money Talks with Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen, huh? Yeah, I, I love that movie. I do. Yeah, and then favorite, you, the TV, TV, TV show? show. Yeah. Ooh, damn, that's tough. Right now, you know what? Fifty been in his bag. Yes, he Probably has. My favorite show. Which one? No, I know which one. I'm. I'm gonna say BMF right now. Thank you, BMF. I'm gonna go BMF. I, I like Raising Kane and I like Power. They all fire, but I gotta I got go BMF. BMF over all of them. To me, this first season of BMF was better than Power's first season, better than Power Book Two's first season, and. Raising Canaan first season. Now, will it be better than Ghost stuff? We gotta wait and see. But as for that first season with that villain and going up against Meech, ooh, that was tough. <laughs> and yeah. my wife, she's she from Detroit too, so it's just kind of like cool so to get that can, little. Yeah, she can yeah. take the inside baseball. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Favorite artist not named Lil Wayne. Favorite artist not named Lil Wayne. Ah, right now in the current moment. Right now, yes, sir. Damn, you putting the pressure on me. I'm gonna go with Lil Baby right now. Nice, gotcha. Lil Baby hot. Yeah, I got a few is. of them. Though. I got, I got a couple. Like I like Polo G. I like Dirk I, right I now. I do like me some Polo. I was talking to my cousin. He he go he gonna listen to this, and he always trying to put me on NBA Young Boy. I'm like, nah. The young boy y'all got is Polo G. Polo nice. Polo, Polo nice, bro. Yeah, got a nice flow to him. He's spinning. Yep, that's a fact. Now, if you're on Trapped on an Island, you get one album, Ooh. one movie, and one book. What you bring it with you? Carter three, one book, the tenth, the ten X rule by okay. Grant Cardone. What's that about? Uh, it's, it's about like really like busting your ass, like putting that ten time, ten X effort to whatever you're doing, and you like you will achieve it. It's really inspiring. We should check it What's out. It, yeah, I'm, I'm literally writing it down right now. What's the it ten is the the ten X rule by 10X Grant rule. Uh, the card Cardone, I believe C A R D O N E. If I'm spelling it wrong, it'll correct you. I'm gonna find it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So that Carter three, and then you said favorite what? And, and what movie? You could bring a movie or a TV show with you, but it's different you know than your favorite one because you got to be able to watch it. But you don't know how long you'll be on the island. I know I'm on the island, but it's like I'm stuck though. So I feel like if I'm stuck, I, I need something to kind of make me laugh and relieve. But I'm yep. gonna go different movie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all about the Benjamins, man. <laughs> Ooh, that's another good movie. I'm man. from Indianapolis, you know Mike S from Indianapolis, man. So I got to shout shout out to my guy. So yeah, interesting. This is just a, a random question before we get to the last one because you brought yeah. Mike up as being from Indianapolis. Who do you prefer, Smokey or Dede? You like Money Talks? Mike up from Indianapolis. <laughs> Who you prefer, Dede or Smokey? Why Not you talking gonna do to this? actors? We talking to characters. Ah, you gonna do this to me, man? I got you. Ah. I gotta ask you the tough ones. I got it. Damn, Smokey was fired. Smokey was fired. He was. We got he only had one. I gotta go with Dede, bro. Yep. That's I gotta go I, with Day Day. I, my girlfriend asked me this the other day. This is why I was thinking about because we just, we watched Friday After Next for Christmas because that's a Christmas movie in my Come house. Come on now, yeah, sure. And she was like, "Uh, who you like more, Smokey or Day Day?" And I was like, "Man, Smokey was great, but we just didn't get enough time with it. Like Day mm-hmm. Day, we got to see his baby mama. We got to know all the just the ins and outs of who he was as a character. And Mike Epps just killed it. 
Yeah, he just and made out. sure the the difficult thing was he made sure he wasn't like Smokey, which I thought was very very interesting that he was able to do that. He Day Day is his own character that's not like Smokey at all, and that's tough because at that time you got to think like he, Mike Epps wasn't some like big name yet. No, he, he was on Def Jam comedy, yep. but he was new, so like people was probably like, ah oh, man, Chris Tucker ain't on here. Who this mm-hmm. for him to like take off in his own role and be that great? Yeah, that says a lot to him, man. No, one hundred percent. And now the final question we ask everybody, Darnell, if you're the writer, director, producer to the Darnell uh, movie, how do you want it to end? Man, it's going to just end with me being, we talked about this earlier, that me being free, me having my own various podcasts, shows, some form of content where I'm either part of a production, the dope production team, I'm co-hosting, and in this, in this, these content is allowing me the freedom and space to live happily joyfully doing what i want to do so like whatever that looks like whatever the specifics is i don't i don't even care just darnell's perfect world man being able to live freely doing what i love to do man that, that's that's what that's how i end my book <laughs> hell yeah that's a perfect into a book or a movie i'm rocking with it thank you so much darnell tell the people where they can follow you at on social media and tell them where they can get all your content at. yes sir you can find me anywhere at darnell underscore smith nine five that's darnell with two l's underscore smith nine five on ig and twitter uh you want to follow my podcast uh the porch podcast underscore that's on twitter the porch podcast underscore uh on instagram um so follow us there and then a follow about the game pod on ig uh as well so about the game pod as well so yeah Love to support. And then also, man, real quick, shameless plug. I do have my own clothing brand, man. Lifestyle activewear called Live for the Day. Clothing brand all about inspiring people to be themselves, chase after their dreams and goals, despite what someone may think. I'm going to rock with that. I got to start wearing that on the show. I'm I'm definitely going to hit you up. LFTclothingbrand.com is the website. LFTclothingbrand.com, man. Live for the Day, man. Get your merch. I love y'all. Hell yeah. We're going to put all of that that Darnell just said. We're going to put it in the description of the pod so y'all can make sure y'all get it. It's going to be in the YouTube description of Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening. Make sure y'all go follow him. Thank you so much, Darnell. This was one of my favorite conversations ever, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate that, man. And hey, good luck on your journey, man. Keep going. This brother. is one of the best interviews I've done, man. I love your energy. I love you. You know, the 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 vibe of this show. We'd love Thank to come you, back bro. on again down the road. Oh, and, you know uh, we're going we gonna to bring you back for sure. Let's meet again at the top, man. Let's just keep grinding together. Yes, sir. It. And let's finish up the show with Bros Who Ball. All righty. I want to thank my guy, Darnell Smith, for coming on the show. I truly, truly appreciate it. It was an incredible conversation. If you're a creator or just someone out there hustling, I hope you took something from it because he dropped a lot of gems. Now, as you can tell, we talked a lot of sports in that Darnell interview. So, There's no real official bros who ball this week, but Schubert, Justin, and myself, maybe Ian, will be back next week to talk NBA, to talk college football, to set up the NFL playoffs. It works perfectly because next week's episode will lead up to everything. So the guys will be back next week. Trust me. We just wanted to start this one off with a great interview, and then we'll get back to bros who ball and other things. But Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Be sure to follow my guy, Brooklyn, at where Brooklyn at. That's with a Q, not a K. That's for marketing purposes because we're not trying to get sued. Be sure to follow Schubert, A Schubert 14, and uh, check out Bros Who Binge. We did the Bros Who Binge Awards. It's a great, great show. Be sure to check that out. Also, follow my guy, Justin Baptiste, at Justin Baptiste 22. 
I believe that's his thing. Justin changes shit all the time. It might be Justin Betty's four. Go follow him. Uh, also, you can follow me at LimbyWT. Follow the bros who think at bros who think. Both of those on Twitter. Be sure to check out, if you're an anime fan, go to our YouTube and watch the Anime Talk Awards. I'm so proud of it. We put a lot of work into it. I think it's super dope. And if you love anime and manga, it's the best award show out. So between the Bros Who Binge Awards for normal movies and TV, for the Anime Talk Awards for anime, and then last week's Bros Who Think Awards, where we talk the best albums and all of that, check out all of that stuff. But we appreciate each and every one of you for listening each and every week. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a happy new year. And just know we coming for next in 2022. If you're a fan and supporter of this, of this network, then you got a lot to be excited for. But we'll talk to you next week. Until then, peace.